You're listening to MTVB Podcast. Movies, TV, video and board games. This show may contain swearing. Welcome to a brand new episode of the MTVB podcast, the podcast that talks about my four favorite subjects. That's movies, TV shows, video games, and board games. I'm your host, Nancy's Boys. Most people know me as the App Man, and welcome. This week's episode, we're going to carry on with those video game episodes that we're doing for season six, where we talk about our favorite video games from a, from a very specific console. As you can tell from the intro there, we're going to be talking about the PS1, aka PlayStation 1. I'm Joe Man, the by the guys like to talk about PlayStation 1 games. Who we got first? I'm Bandicoot Burn. <laughs> AKA Chris. <laughs> Bandicoot Burn, wow. And we yes. got two guys from Board Stupid. Obviously, first we'll go with Simon first. Simon, how are you? Hello, mate. I'm very good, thank you. I haven't yeah. seen you since season three. So it's good to have you back, mate. It's been a while since I've been here, but I'm thankfully we're not narrating the entirety of Evil Dead this time. <laughs> <laughs> That uh, is the, I have you know, that is the second most watched spectacular episode at the moment, so really? I'll let you have that. Wow. Well, what can I say? <laughs> and yeah. also we've got the man, the myth, the legend, the games master himself on board, Stupid Wayne. How are you, sir? I'm really well, and this is why I keep coming back to this show, is your, when you introduced me as the games master. That's why I'm here every time. It's still like, weird having you here for a video game episode. I just, it's, I know, it's I, so I, weird. I, just, I turn up and I give you board game knowledge, but this time I'm going to turn up and give you video game knowledge. Video game, back to nostalgia, back to yesteryear. A board Stupid Takeover. A board Stupid Takeover. Is this really MTVB podcast? <laughs> Anymore, <laughs> the numbers uh, the numbers say otherwise. The numbers might, say it otherwise. Might be, it might be bought out by Board Stupid at some point. <laughs> board Stupid and a squatter and a squatter. There we go. So obviously we got Board Stupid here, guys. Please talk about your podcast, your, your YouTube channels. We'll plug it in for us, please. Yeah, magic. We are Board Stupid, spelled B O A R D. You can find us wherever you can find it, your favourite podcasts. Uh, in fact, almost anywhere on the internet, except OnlyFans right now. Although who knows? <laughs> Tom is uh, insistent on it. Happening. Tom is uh, insistent. You know, you know, was it board games? outside of the box I don't know <laughs> uh, whatever uh, yeah so you find us on YouTube we're going to add more content and uh, we're going to be going to UKGE this year with the Ant-Man himself uh, and you'll find our reporting from there as we're pressed this year we're actually we've got uh, press passes so well, we're well hyped for that yeah. all the, yeah, all the yeah, board yeah. game background yeah. as much D&D as we can fit in we've got yeah, a new campaign starting so yeah we'll be talking about that we'll as well we'll do some highlights on that I we think we definitely got to do that so yeah there's plenty of stuff you can find us uh, mostly on the internet. Yeah, please give them a go, guys. I myself have been on a few episodes of them. If you love your board games, other geeky stuff, please give them a go. Please. So, PlayStation 1 games, guys. How hard was your list for this episode? It's we're, not done yet. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're all sat here belly aching. I've, I've tried to convince Ant to make it a top six. 
No, no, no. We can't break rules. There's at least one that we all want to add, so I think it's reasonable, but apparently no. No, no, no. no. It's been brutal. We have to slay a baby. We get honorable mentions, so we'll be fine. Yeah, we have to slay a baby. Which one of my favourite puppies do I want to drown in a lake? Eeny, meeny, money. Oh, yeah, sorry, buddy. So this is one of the toughest lists I've had to do, genuinely. As with most top anything, I will caveat that this with... Subject to change, and these are the ones I settled on as I wrote it down. But yeah, those honorable mentions are as good as it's yeah. going to be on top of this. Half yeah. the episode is going to be honorable mentions, really. It has it? to be. So. I mean, the, the PS1 was such such sort of a key console in my growing up. It's yeah. just well, such a yeah, part of it. I think in all of us, really. a big change in the gaming market, I think. We were all like, what, 12, 13 when it came out and all like in the middle of it. Yeah, literally it was, 12, yeah, 13. Yeah, yeah. and that's 90s. like, you, you, we're all growing up and finding ourselves, you know, and becoming, you know, teenagers. And it was a really formative experience. Like the whole, that whole console. Uh, it was one of the happiest days of my life seeing a PS1 in the flesh, which was kind of going to be mine. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it was. Yeah, what a console! And it we're was. sat we're sat here saying, "Oh, it's so hard to choose." No wonder there's over four thousand games released. Was there? I was going to say, does anyone know the actual number for it? But oh, where, wow, where there four, was a lot of shit. Just, oh, <laughs> absolute, yeah, I'll have you know, Spice World's a great game. That's number one. This one was shit. Hundred percentage. There'll be a vast number of market-specific things. Obviously, being a, a Sony console, Japanese market had. Very specific things that never saw the light of day over here that will add to that count, but definitely makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're still talking a good couple thousand in the UK market, I'm sure. Yeah, wow. yeah, you're right, Chris. There was a lot. Well, we've probably got the thousand, well. and then Japan had the other three. Mm. <laughs> I think, like, remember with like the Nintendo consoles, you had the Nintendo seal of quality, right? But every console, uh, those consoles were really expensive to make games for because of the cartridge based format with the advent of discs. Like the release and production of shitloads of discs became way cheaper yeah. and way mm. better, and it wasn't so, a proprietary disc either. It right, was a compact it was disc. just a CD. It was an existing. So thing. you know, if you had a good game idea and you had a developer, you could print fucking thousands of these things, and it would be super easy. So you ended up with a lot of chaff as well. Like you didn't really not have limited like, to memory either, or anything. Correct, really, yeah. or not quite so much. That's yeah, it. absolutely. Oh, yeah, and card. and you had, yeah, the memory. Oh, the memory card. Did anybody get it deleted? I, I'm sure I lost something to corruption in the day. But I, cries. I, I don't know if you're going to cover this separately. But I was, in terms of like peripherals and things, I was not exactly the most affluent growing up. So I very rarely bought first party peripherals. Sure. So I had like the weird, dodgy game con gen, whatever. The second controller that sucked. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not the, the non official one. You could feel it, the with, plastic like bending in with <laughs> yeah, that can land a plane. Yeah. But it was like it was like 12 quid instead of the official 25. Yeah, 25 absolutely. Yeah. Quid, well, why yeah. wouldn't I? And then there was, I had a, a double, like, double layer memory card thing, and you had like to hold down. Table. Some god awful weird like contortionist controller button press, <laughs> which is switched between the two halves of the memory card. I'm yeah. damned if I can remember what the button wasn't. There, was. like little switches on the top of it, there and were, yeah, like turbo controls. mode or something, yeah. whatever it was. Never worked. <laughs> no, <laughs> not even in like absolute, track and field. It was shit. Absolute <laughs> horseshit, mate. But memory card, I don't think I had one for the first couple of months of having a PS One. I was just sort of Ooh. made do, and then eventually I got one. But I, I don't think the first games I had really. I just left the PS1 on, on pause. 
<laughs> I mean, so we all did it. Simon yeah, back in the days when you could afford ready. energy right. to do that. Yeah, yeah. Not in this economy. The PS1 was a great time. You had leaving it on the the 28 day rental from game. Oh, yeah. You go buy a game, you have 28 days to complete it. You could do it in a weekend, you take it back, get another game. Yeah, exactly. If people like you smashed it, take the piss out of Blockbuster. No, the game was better rent, better quality. Well, yeah. They weren't scratched this, were they? These dickheads coming back going, oh, can I switch this game out? No, I just didn't like it. Like, you played this. You've completed this, and now you want another one. You know we rent them, right? Yeah, but then I always (laughs) use Phil's account, so I didn't need to do your blockbuster. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) So it was was great. I loved the PS1. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to a few questions before we do the top fives. So obviously the first question would be, just tell us your history with it. Like, how did you come across it? Did you buy it opening weekend, or...? Uh, did you ever do what uh, most people did was rent it from Blockbuster as all? Well, no. What's it? Um, my mum had just kind of got a new a new boyfriend and we were going around to visit his place. And I walked in and there it was. I spotted it straight away. The PS1. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting under the, under the TV. That's the coolest thing ever. I looked at mum and I was like, He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> the measure so, of quality. And then, like, literally, comes he goes off. The official stamp. Do you want to play it? And then it was like that noise when you turn it on. That when well, we had the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. god! It's just like oh. amazing. I, I still think it's one of the best console intros ever. That, lo- that, lo- that logo noise yeah. is iconic. Yeah. So at that time, Sick. I think I still had my Mega Drive or something, or yeah, I wasn't probably. quite. There was a gap where you didn't have a computer between. Or something, because I, I wasn't playing it. At, it was the I never had that next gen. I yeah. was like, oh. And then obviously, there was a few choices of games down there. It came out <laughs> in September 1995, which is a long ass time ago. So long ago. It's I don't scary. think I had it. Twenty seven years out. ago. Twenty eight now. Sorry. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I got it a, at least a year later. I if think not I was two. about twelve yeah. or thirteen. Like yeah. So you're like a year older. I'm a year older than you. So when when was that? If you were twelve or thirteen, was that? Because uh... I think you pretty much had you had one for as long as like we we sort of just had them. We just, just had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, just, they just turned up one day. We all had computers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you tell we're old listeners? Yeah, yeah. Like, like genuinely this, struggling to remember. Yeah, there's this, there's this hazy couple of years where I didn't and then did have one, but I'm pretty sure I didn't get one when it came out. It was like, uh, no, 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 Mum's a good yeah. year or so. Were, like you couldn't, they were well expensive. And like, yeah, that's true. Honestly, you thought it was going to flop. There was no way I thought the Saturn was going to smash it. I thought there's no way in hell the PlayStation was ever going to do. That's true. This but was then the again, same period. As the but Saturn. then again, Sega, the Saturn was Sega, wasn't it? Yeah, they yeah. were a hefty competitor for years. So well, I been, was vice versa. I thought, fucking hell, they were going to knock this out of the yeah, park and beat the, them. I've been Sega all that time. You know, like the, the, the game, what was it? Game, game Gear, Gear and the Mega and Drive. The Mega Drive. Yeah, the Master System for that. Like. Master, well, I played the Master System. And then, obviously, I wanted to get the Saturn. But I couldn't afford that. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> the sun was like more even, like another level of expert uh, expense, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was very expensive. That's, that's the thing because PlayStation, Sony came onto the scene as a new console competitor at that time. Well, they wouldn't, we don't think about it now. They're right. like the major player. But back then, that was brand new for Sony. So mm. it was a risk to and buy they, it. They wouldn't go for Nintendo, weren't they? Was they were going to join a team up of some sort. They were meant to. They, 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 they kind of dicked them around and they went, well, 
It's meant to be the Sony sheet, sorry, the Nintendo CD or something like mm. that, add, you know, add-on by That's Sony. Right. That's right. And then they said no to them, and then they went to Philips. Philips said no, and then they... I don't know if you remember the Philips, they, had, they created the 3DO. Yeah, I remember the 3DO. Yeah, yeah, so they went from that, wasn't it? So, But I don't know what it was. Nintendo was just against the whole CD thing. I don't know why. I don't know why either. They had I, a, like I a, assume... Sorry, go ahead. That was their... That was their thing, wasn't it? That was their like patent. That's their trademark. That, and I think in part it was an anti-piracy thing. That's exactly what I was going to say. CDs were at the point where they were getting ripped by, yeah, every, yeah, yeah. you know, for some reason Phil brings them. It was super easy to pirate the CDs, and like you know, back in the day, everyone used to like say, "Oh, you can get your PlayStation chipped." You get it yeah. chipped. Yes, right. I remember that. And then you can like play games from you know, uh, copied games or pirate games or whatever. I never did that. Uh, but you no. could. But, but there used to be a easy. Sony shop in Crawley and you could take it in there and they would do it for you. Do, do you remember that? I yeah, never yeah, trust. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. No, I never trust. Because I. I thought they're going to fuck it up and then I'm, I'm without a PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, that's what I always thought. Uh, but you, yeah, you're right. It's most likely a piracy, piracy. Mm. like Nintendo never went for, for the CD in the end. Um, but, you know, more for them, PlayStation went on to become phenomenal console and spawned the PS2 which is the biggest selling console ever literally ever of all time in your opinion around the table here what do you think was it that kicked it off that made it what it is today mate it's got to be software support it's the same with everything right a console is nothing without the games and I think thanks to Sony's sort of bravery and just kicking this console out there and and making cheap development kits available and saying, look, we can get this on CD. It's not going to cost you a fortune. And also, we're not going to be dicks like Nintendo and basically put you in golden handcuffs and you develop for us and fucking no one else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was, I think, that and, you know, tempting all of these independent developers to, to, to make games for them. Got to be a major part of it. Yeah, and once they got, like, um, you know, big, big developers and publishers like Squaresoft on board yeah. and, um, you know, Namco... And um, EA, Capcom, Capcom, Capcom yeah. Yeah. exactly. Or like all these big Japanese developers, and and then some of the big European ones as well. It was just it, it was an avalanche at that point because mm. then you've got just tons and tons of good software coming out like quickly as well. Like yeah, and the fact that its opening line was a lot of games that would come that had come from the arcades. Yeah, to there. so your Ridge Racers, your Tekkens were all straight they from there. Yeah, so you can play them at home now. Yeah. yeah, I mean that, and plus you also got to think about it just being the right time at the right place. You mm. know, like they released this th- this te- to- technology when everybody was kind of like on the up. There was more money to be spent. There was mm. like there was a lot more luxuries to be just be to go in, and gaming wasn't so much a frowned upon, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. everybody yeah. sort of got behind. It was going like into like the new sort of. Like, you know, you have the attitude era of wrestling, mm. right? It's kind of in the same kind of year. It's part right? of that 95, kind of isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It leveled up. That sort of teenage, you know, um, you know, young adult, um, you know, demographic. Yeah. yeah. It really hit that hard. Or mm. We had money or people uh, who were playing at a younger age started to have their own money and was able to buy their own consoles pretty much. Well, yeah, I bought my PlayStation... And I, I feel like I should call it PlayStation, not PS1. I know we retrospectively now refer to it as the PS1, but it was yeah, the back PlayStation. Then it was, it the was Sony PlayStation. PlayStation. Correct me if I'm yeah. wrong, you still have that console. As far as I know, my PlayStation is at my mum's house. I yeah. went recently, as part of research of this, to look at all the games I Because I'm damned if I can remember what games I had. Sure. Some I'd forgotten about. Others I thought I had weren't in the box. I do not know what happened <laughs> to it. But yeah, I'm pretty sure I bought mine around kind of 13, 14, so probably somewhere in 1996. Okay. 
I remember spending what felt like weeks going around the shops because this was near enough pre-internet days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, you know, you'd go to Argos, you'd go to Index. Mm-hmm. I think you'd go. I went to Dixon's. Oh, there was a Dixon's, Dixon's at one point. There was a Tempo and Tandy. Did you Woolworths? have that? Woolworths. Tandy. Yeah, and then I'm pretty sure I bought Comet. it in. A little shop which is long since gone. It was down, you know, the cut through in town um, between the old high street and Church Walk. Church Walk? No, the next one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Listeners won't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little independent shop and it sold CDs, but it also sold some games console. I swear I bought it in there. And I want to say it was around £180 with okay. a couple of games and an extra controller. That's real good. Uh, a little bit of a statistic for you the introductory price on release in the uk was 299 pounds yeah there's no way there was no way i was no no no, i couldn't even ask for that no for some reason i always thought it was more than that but there's nothing now is it really i'll caveat this with 25 years of foggy memory in between that's foundations of rome yeah (laughs) well there we go yeah exactly although to be crocodile with inflation I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to try and find an inflation calculator to see, well, yeah, the, t- the difference the equivalent in prices. Of it, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, what? what hey, you guys crack on. I'll see if I can find that. Uh, where are we? Um, yeah, I was going to mention. Um, I didn't get like a PC till uh, later '90s. Obviously, when the internet started to kick in and all. Mm-hmm. But before that, PlayStation was actually offering us gamers the chance to play PC games. Uh, on the PlayStation, like your Tomb Raiders, your Dooms, your Quakes, whatnot. Did you guys ever get to experience those games as a non-PC player through your PlayStation at all? Def- definitely played some of the ports. So yeah, you just mentioned Doom, mm. uh, Quake 2. Uh, yep. I, I, never, I never really had a performance PC that could handle anything. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Arguably, I still don't now. <laughs> <laughs> consoles, consoles all the way. And I was coming to PlayStation as being my first proper console. I right. never had any of the old... Uh, Sega and Nintendo stuff. I mm. had an Amiga, a Commodore Amiga. It's his own thing, you know. Um, it was kind of a hybrid almost. But didn't really share the market in the same way. So PlayStation is my first console. And yeah, getting to play some of those uh, higher tier. Mm. Duke Nukem 3D. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the kind of thing I was very heavily into. I used to go to my mates who had a proper compact PC with 3D mm. graphics ability. So I'd, I'd play them there, and I'm like, oh, I really want to play this, but I can't keep going to Barry's house. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's only so many dinners his mum can make me before mine wanders where I'm Is he back here I've again? That fucking yeah, kid. That kid. Uh, so yeah, getting those kind of games then easily accessible without having to you know, build a PC. Or, it's that mm. CD format again, right? Yeah. yeah. Able to just you know, make, uh, yeah, make portable PC games possible. Yeah. That's a bit of alliteration yeah, for having you. Having that unilateral format rather than... And I, I think, I think yeah. it still kind of holds true now, although I'm really not in the PC gaming market in the slightest. But the idea of, oh, I want to play games, what do I build? No idea. I want to, yeah. play, I want to play a new Xbox game, well, I'll just go and buy an I Xbox. I can't buy it. I'll go it. and yeah. buy a PlayStation. But I didn't really play a lot of PC port games at all. Um, I didn't really play Quake or, or anything like that. Um, not that I can remember. But I will just quickly reference my earlier point, just for the interest of the listeners. £299 in 1995. Mm-hmm. Today, in today's price is five hundred and sixty-two pounds. Fucking hell! Yeah. And what's, so what's the PS Five going for? About that? About yeah, that? Yeah. So yeah. back in the day, that's the equivalent of what you were paying. So there is no way that I got that on release date because there's no, no way my parents would have. That's I wonder why I mean. it took me a good year to pay for it's it. Probably a couple of years. Yeah. 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 There was a game that I came across, and obviously the release date of that will kind of tell you 
Uh, when I got a P- okay. uh, PlayStation. So that's how I can work it out. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. nice. I'll have nice. to work out the day. <laughs> but no, um, I don't think I played much in the way of PC ports. And what about you? Did you play a lot of them? Like uh, The only one I was really into for, with the PlayStation one I kind of mentioned on the question was Tomb Raider. Yeah. My friend had it on the PC. I believe we didn't get it till maybe a good year later. That was PC first. It I was, was PC first. Say, yeah. I never knew that was PC I, yeah, I would never consider that a PC game. And then we got it on the Saturn and the PlayStation at the same time. It ran better on the PlayStation, but the fact that I could go hang about, I don't need this mother of a computer to play this. Yeah. It looked exactly the same as the PC port, so I was, I was just like, man. And that's where where um, sorry Simon had come up with, oh, we did have a Doom one here. We had Quake on here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, instead of asking my parents for £600 plus PC, I've got a 299 console that can just run it for half the price. So that I was well into it. It's amazing the amount of stuff that that thing could run. Because I'm just looking at this now with some stats, right? It had a mighty two megabytes of RAM. <laughs> two. <laughs> two megabytes of RAM, wow. mate. That is absolutely bugger That's not even a YouTube video now. No, it had one megabyte of virtual RAM and a 33.8688 megahertz CPU. Nice. 33 megahertz. I mean, I'm pretty sure like people are overclocking in the hundreds these days. Mm. I mean, I know I'm not a PC expert. That just seems super low. And the amount of stuff that it could kick out was amazing. Speaks oh, to the quality also, of the programming. And yeah, they right. juiced the hell out of it. Same as they did latterly with the PlayStation 2. And you, look at, you look at a release game versus end, end of, of life. Li- yeah. Oh, my God. So they different. So good. It was also the advent of like, you know, CD stereo, proper stereo sound. Yeah. Right? So that was kicking out of the yeah, CD. That's right, right? So yeah. the sound quality was so much better mm. too. You could like, pl- there was ports you can plug into your surround sound. It was wasn't there, so much wasn't more it? immersive, interactive, multimedia experience. You say, so would good. you say, in your opinion, it was ahead of its time, in a way? I'd say, if not ahead of its time, Sony kicked out something that was like, pretty much at, I'm not going to say, cut, it wasn't cutting edge text, it wasn't, but it was like, the peak of, um, what's the best way of saying this? Peak of being able to do mass market tech. Yeah, I think they kind of epitomised what a lot of people wanted. Yeah, in and one when package. we can make something really high quality for mm. the time for this price, which will be affordable, and we're going to make it to directly compete with the big players. Yeah, and they made such success out of it. I mean, yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it. Nice. I think the the thing that was ahead of its time was probably its capturing of the zeitgeist mm. its marketing was amazing mm. like it was really that, that young adult marketing you know video games aren't for kids anymore you know? no but they took it a bit from Sega like they took they a, bit, a little bit how they they took their marketing and then just took it to the next level tweaked. a little bit yeah we and mentioned that on the yeah, Mega Drive had a formula yeah, 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 did, yeah. A formula yeah and they went for it yeah yeah edgy because I remember the wipeout one yeah it was like it was just it was just solid it was like oh. so good so did you guys ever play a game where, for the first time, you saw a VFX uh, sort of movie start to the game or a cutscene, as you would, for the game and be like, good fucking God, this is amazing. Is it, and it, it was, if you can, if it doesn't spoil your top five, was there a specific game that you can remember that just like, wow, this is like the future of gaming now. I can like... There is a number of games that would spoil my entire list. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. But, that, but uh, just as a general answer to that question, that sort of... Um, was it... Uh, pre-rendered video yeah like a cinematic cinematic intro, intro yeah, right? so that's what but, I was thinking of, yeah, yeah that, that that sort of cinematic intro that always it blew looks my so fucking real. mind yeah always i mean you look back at it now it's like you know terrible resolution and blah 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 but when you when you there in the moment it's it was incredible i've never played i never seen anything like it mm. i mean i'd gone from like the snares or the mega drive which was cool 
but it wasn't. It, never had it that, wasn't did it? that. Mm. It wasn't fully realized 3D yeah, imagery, like, like the power or the even really the outlook for it. I don't think. Maybe I mean probably individual developers back in the 80s, early 90s were like, oh, I really want to do this thing with. It just, there's no way they could fit it on that little cartridge. But no, as I said, you get 750 megabytes of storage space on a CD. Like, oh, that's quite a lot for that's yeah, back in the day. You know, a hundred or so for music, like proper stereo music. Yeah, and then all of the rest is graphics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's not much. I mean, I don't I stand to be creative. I think a lot of the disk space was graphics, and latterly, you know, much smaller amount was the the game mechanic as it were but you just pointed out the music side of it as well where all these games because of the cd base there I mean, all, majority of these games are kick-ass soundtracks i'm gonna well. come oh, back yeah, i'm gonna yeah, come yeah. back to it over and over again in my list of that's fine the music no like, problem basically they they are on on my list every single okay. one of them, like pretty the, the strongest memories of mine are on my list so. um is then can i think of what and there's, I think there were some that used Let's, no, there, kind of the in-game graphics engine and the, then others seem to have like a standalone like they yeah, pre-rendered, pre-rendered CGI or whatever, mm. like yeah, it, and it was phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, no, it, it pretty much makes my list because it's what kind of. Yeah, it's all right. We'll come back yeah, to yeah, it. We'll come yeah. To, yeah, we'll come back to that. We'll mention. Uh, that one I do have in mind. I'm just going to say very quickly. I don't think it'll be in anyone's list. Um, was a game called Soul Blade. Does anyone remember it at all? Yeah, practically, nearly. Te- yeah, just mentioned that. Practically attacking with weapons, wasn't it? Soul Blade. But the opening to that fucking game with the song and the all you every you know every fight had its own little bit and it, it's like. Good God. And there's a scene where one of the girls is running away on a horse with this massive castle blown up behind it. I was like, oh my God, this is mind blowing. I was that kid that's like, I know you've got snares, but I have to show you this. Yeah. <laughs> Look what this fucking machine can do, you know? Is that the game that became Soul Calibur? That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Fucking good. But that was one of the best ones cool. ever. I'll never forget that. No. Um, Simon, you touched on the other question very quickly, which is about the accessories. Mm. So, memory cards. Yeah, did anyone start with one? Or uh, I think yeah. I got one later, but you it, had to have yeah, one. Yeah, it, it was like it a, was mandatory, right? Yeah, unless you're playing a game that has no save progress. Like it's just I don't know. I can't even think of a game that wouldn't. A part of part of the down back a short drawback of the disc format. There's nowhere to save the the data. Right, you can't mm. save it to the disc. And there's no internal memory on the yeah, console. Yeah, there's no right? memory on the console, so like you got to yep. bolt it in there. Um, but no, I, yeah, you had to have one. But again, that was kind of ahead of its time because you can plug the, a number one on the other side and it, you could transfer files over. Or, yeah. or do you remember when you actually looked in the memory card, you had the little icon that That's moved... Right, yeah. Yes. And it was for that game, like again, Crash Bandicoot, for example, you'd see Bandicoot move around. It's like a little gift. Emoji, yeah. But you remember right. when you deleted it and he could be like, oh, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to pretend he died. Can you imagine being the guy in the company that has to design the animation for your memory of your game being deleted? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's crazy. So weird. Well, I think I ended up having a couple of them because you'd fill it up fucking mm. quick. Like, they were almost done in like blocks, weren't they? That's right. And the memory card had, what, 15 blocks? And then some that's games right. needed two. Like, yeah, whoa, this yes. what the fuck? two blocks right. of data. Mm. Yeah. And um, you mentioned the multi-tap. Did anyone ever have that for their PlayStation 1? Not at yeah. the start, but I think we eventually, either you or me, had I had, I had, had it. it. Yeah, because yeah, we... FIFA mostly, wasn't FIFA it? and micro machines and micro machines. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah, 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 yeah. I think it, it that was the main difference between the N sixty four and the PlayStation one was the N sixty four had just four ports native to the machine, mm. so multiplayer just felt so natural on the N sixty four. I and I think that was a big seller, wasn't it? Cause yeah, the four that's ports. right. And me and Chris mentioned this before the show. PS one because the don't think I I, I got a multi tap at the beginning or even 
you know, recently, it was a while after. Because of the N64's dominance on yeah, like so, how they've done it. So they were like, we need something to compete with multiplayer. Yeah, but the PS1 was more solo gaming for me. It was yeah, mostly, solo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like all about me. My, and yeah, <laughs> my, my list reflects that. Well, a lot of yeah, it was yeah. like, a lot of you, because it was a case of, you all had pretty much the same games and it was a case of, oh, if you got to that bit, yeah, you're, like, yeah, oh, you're, you're just, still there. It's the, oh, your shit. it's the equivalent of like, it's the water cooler discussion of yeah. like the, of the TV show of the week or whatever. Yeah, that's great. And obviously the, if anyone remembers that the DualShock, the original was never with it's, yeah, you're right. No, the, the, sticks, the original controller it? It just had uh, a directional pad, didn't have sticks, that came later. Yep. Didn't have rumble, it was like just super basic. Yep. Just a bone. The, uh, a bone and like you know, the, just the trigger, the trigger buttons. Yeah, yeah, the four, four uh, shoulder pad buttons, the four face, the iconic triangle, circle, square, and X. Yep. Absolutely iconic. Absolutely but again, iconic, but I know yeah. you said that you didn't have the consoles beforehand, but anyone who did, they were used to A, B, C, X, Y, yeah. whatever. So when you had triangle x and symbols you know circle you're like what What is this yeah exactly i still go by that even i've been at xbox for the last like eight years <laughs> yeah still triangle circle <laughs> yes mate nah, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck xbox fuck xbox yeah. okay, <laughs> fuck you guys no, um no it it was just a phenomenal machine, mate. An absolute f- phenomenon. And uh, I also, in terms of peripherals, I had the uh, gun. Was about to be because I was saying yeah. he's, he's signaling me. <laughs> the yeah, I'm doing gun. this. Yeah. yeah. So for specific- G-Con. Yeah, that's right. The G-Con. G-Con. Did you have the proper one? The, 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 the absolute. I like the recoil on it. It was amazing. Months of badgering for Time Crisis. <laughs> yes. Like there was, oh, it was on like pre-order forever. Uh-huh. Yes. And then I completed it like, one hour on Christmas Day. <laughs> it's it a sh- so. I mean, we're talking about arcade conversions. That's like the archetypal arcade conversion. Yes. It wasn't arcade near enough practically arcade perfect, that game, wasn't it? Yeah. It was unbelievable. The arcade games aren't that long. No, you know, I come back downstairs and I like, completed it. And I was like, you better fucking get back upstairs <laughs> and play that some more. And you're like, <laughs> months. You chase those high scores, Chris. Exactly. Oh, that's, yeah, you got to do that. Oh, I love Time Crisis. was awesome. But I can't remember what else. I mean, I think originally there was a rumble pack. Was that a thing? No, for, the N6, for the N64, but not for I PlayStation. Not for PlayStation. What, it went from the D-pad to the analog. With so or without it, So it had the, the sticks, but no rumble. It, you right. just had the, the, the two mushroom buttons it, that That's controlled right. it. And then they, they eventually added in the, the vibration. Which does does, any, does anyone remember the um, PlayStation Pocket card? They Wait, made things up, Anne. Yes, I did. No. <laughs> no, no, so, Wait, it's all right to know, not know things. No, so, no, no. No, no, so very quickly, if you remember when the Dreamcast came out, the memory card came with a D-pad and two little buttons on it, didn't it? And it yeah. could connect into the controller. The VMU. Yeah. So they'd done the same thing, very similar to the very end of the lifespan of the PlayStation, which was essentially a memory card, but it had a little screen. It would yeah. flip up and Pocket it would connect into thing. there. That's it. Yeah, that's right, yeah. That's the one. And uh, it, would, it literally was that, but it was essentially a Tamagotchi for a PlayStation, if you will. Yeah. The only reason I know that is I think Final Fantasy IX had a little thing that you could do with it. 
Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm all right. I'm right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so, that's the only reason I, I never had one. Yeah, yeah. Did you have one? It was a new I never head. had one. No. It was pointless. But yeah. I did mention an episode uh, once before. I mentioned very quickly, but I had a controller specifically for Ridge Racer Type Four, which had a massive steering wheel in the middle of it. <gasps> you had the Neg? Was it Negcom? That's or it. Like that? That's oh, the one. Oh wow! Yeah, you had that thing. I had that. Felt so dumb. Was so it was I remember ridiculous. seeing it and just going, "No." That's it was really good, but <laughs> it, only, it was only it can only work for two games. Yeah. So yeah. I, and I put. Like, I think it was 120 quid into this for that and a controller at the time. Again, and which is there, what? Wasn't there a, console, a controller that was kind of split in the middle and you tw- almost twisted the two halves? That's right, yeah. Man. It just, it doesn't feel I like it that. should be something that should exist. But things though, this was a time of innovation as well, man. This is it, exactly. Good, yeah. Yeah. Real good. Um, I've got nothing else on that unless anyone else wants to jump something on that and then we can go straight mm, to no. the top fives. I yeah. don't know. I mean... I, I don't know if this will be on anyone's top five, but I want to ask, does anyone know what the best-selling game on the PS1 was? Oh. Do you want to hazard a guess? Was it a yearly release of a something that has a yearly release type thing? No, 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 no. Chuck, chuck a title out that you think might be the biggest-selling game like the entirety of the PS1's life. Team Raider Mirror Crash Gear, Final Fantasy. Okay, what do you reckon? Crap of the Rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Great game. Great man. Uh, no, it was uh, a- GTA. No, no okay. I don't think it's anything good. Say, same initials though. Okay, Gran Turismo. Oh, of course. Ten point eight five million copies. Wow, shit. that is I fucking was nuts. Not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that was game. Anyway, so no, that was all. Nice Gran Turismo. I would, I would never have thought of that. I knew it was. I knew it was a good exclusive for the console, but not the bestseller. It was a revolution. Uh, wow, mm. it revolutionized games, mate. Revolutionized nice. racing games. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to top fives. Cool. It's time for a top five. So as the list goes on, we're going to do obviously clashes. If you had clash, keep it to yourself, and you can have your own two cents about it. These are going to be games that were either exclusive for the console or ran better on this console that are on your top five. And of course, guys, as Simon said earlier on, there are four thousand games to choose from, and there's four of us. There's only twenty that are going to be mentioned. If we don't say your one, I'm very sorry. Get your own podcast. Number five. <laughs> Number five. Right. Anyone like to go first? Oh God. Okay. Go on, Chris. You okay. go. Chris, you always go first. I, well, I like to get. I like to get a go. Well, someone else go then. Okay. If everybody... Simon, you haven't been on since season three. You go first. I've tried... I've, in an <laughs> attempt to rationalise the ridiculous number, and I don't think I actually played that many actual games thinking back. I may have just forgotten more, but I've tried to kind of give one per category. So it's not like this is a strict... These are my top okay. five ever. It's like, this is a, my top pick from this category. Mm-hmm. So for my number five, this is like city-driving mission-based type games. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm going to go with Driver 2. Driver 2. two. Driver, okay. was, Driver was awesome, man. Driver kind of started the whole thing. How going. many were there in total? Was there three? three or four? On the PlayStation, there were two. But right. overall, through the series, there's been at least five, I, I think. I can't remember how many were on the first one, but yeah. Yeah, okay. one, one is on the first. Driver 3 and Parallel Lines on the PS2. Mm. And then I think there's been one more since. But okay. I've lost track, to be honest. Mm. Uh, Driver 2, yeah. Driver obviously started the whole thing. You've got a 3D city to drive around. But Driver 2, as I've said, the later on in the life of the console, the better things got and yeah. it just changed the game, I think. Uh, it allowed you to drive around not just one, but I think three or four different cities, albeit with you know limitations of mm. the time, but really cool. And you could get out of the car. 
You can do it in the first one, could you? You couldn't. You were stuck in it, and my God, it was hard as well. It, it was hard. Punishingly tough. I never got past the tutorial on the first one. Right? So, well, no. A lot of people didn't. There's, <laughs> there's rarely been a game where you, do, you literally don't get out of the car park. Mm. <laughs> was that it, yeah, that was me, in, yeah. In the first one. Number two is a bit more forgiving, and you could just drive around for... I don't think that you've... So I mean, what was the premise of it? What, why are you driving around the city? You were an undercover cop slash x race driver at okay. least that was the okay. case yeah, yeah, yeah. The one. fast in the furious uh, i was yeah, gonna say like very, stunt driver or very much that kind of idea and um, i mean latterly with gta 3 on the playstation 2 taking over that kind of role you had a whole bunch of stuff to go and do you were a part of this crime investigation which largely revolved around chasing people across the city or uh, hunting them down i've watched a recap video just before i came over there was one mission you were chasing the guy who was on a subway train like the over- well, i say subway like the overground ones in chicago yeah so racing around the streets trying to avoid crashing while this subway train's thundering around above you and it was just so action oriented and it tried to replicate that kind of movie things like bullet were a big inspiration mm. on the first one and there was a film director mode oh wicked so during or after completing a mission, it basically tracked what you did in the game, and then you could play back and you could cut together your own little video clips and store them separately. Wow, okay. So then you could watch like your highlights, you're like making a little action thriller That's movie. That's pretty cool. It was so cool, kind of groundbreaking, really. I'd not seen anything. Not like for a console that. like that, not, no. no, nothing like I never knew that existed. And I think that was one of the games that took up the extra memory blocks on your very limited memory card. Yeah. yeah. Was your, is that uh, is that the two space one? I think that was yeah one mm. for the game save itself and then one for your your like your director files, <laughs> which are pretty cool. Um, I think I wasn't alone in not really following the missions. Okay, yeah, yeah. If you give me a city to drive around, I do it with Grand Theft Auto now. I'm just, just going to drive. I'm just going to drive around. Drive. And I think in at least in the first driver, possibly in the second as well, it paid attention to things like traffic lights. If a cop saw you run a red light, you'd get chased yeah, 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 you had to lose the heat <laughs> did it ever have the radio stations like uh gta at all not that i recall okay. no i think uh, gta 3 was kind of the the real starting point of that but i yeah it's it it first of many times i'm going to say it was a long time ago i don't remember all of the no, no, yeah, yeah, of course yeah um looking back at it now the graphics were I guess of the time, really nothing to talk about now. Certainly, mm. looks very janky. But at the time, you say, polygons. Well, yeah, you can see the the corners on everything, really. But but there was there were people in the streets. There were um, you know lots of other cars going around. Mm. I think there was some gunplay in it, or well, that might have been in Driver Three. Definitely, Driver Three. There was a lot of shooting outside of the driving. It was kind of trying to be more of a hybrid back then, but mm. yeah, Driver Two. Was Driver Two the one where you, you say you got out the car, but you were smaller than the car, like you were like quite a minuscule character? I can't remember. Mm. I think I, I think it was relatively proportioned, but very, very basic. Okay, you basically I must be thinking of a different game. Head to toe black suit. Mm. Uh, you know, the back of his head and a, a three triangle haircut. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the old three triangle haircut. But so that, like, that was revolutionary triangle. At the time. Uh, there were some voiceovers in there, I think. You know, some some gritty. Oh, he's getting away. Let's check. You know, that yeah. kind of. If, if we nice. were making a movie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kinda. The driving was a bit difficult, wasn't it? It was. It was very uh, the physics engine. Yeah, like if, when you touch it, it was. 
It was a little spongy, I'd not say. Not compared to the yeah. first one. The first one was like really bad. Like obviously you couldn't get out of the car park, but yeah. it was, <laughs> sometimes you would be, if it was a time mission, I mean, I remember only getting there and I mean, I'm barely making yeah, it. Yeah, like, a lot, I think that was one of the, the things that was a, for probably a little bit of a drawback of the game, but it still stands out, was that a lot of it was timed mission. You need to get from here to here and you've got two and a half minutes and if you don't do it, you'll do it again yeah. and again yeah. and again. <laughs> Um, which you know is still a thing in certain games, but I think they kind of erred away from that in later games to just be a bit more. Oh, well, you you need to get there, and you, or maybe you're just rather than being a, a strict clock countdown on the screen. Like, yeah, don't lose track of the cars as long as you can see it. It's fine, or you got your map or whatever. But yeah, there was a there was a lot to like about that game, and nice say any, anything that allowed me to just start exploring a place. I say I only, I only ever played the first one, so mm. I quite completely forgot the numbers on number two. To be honest. Would you ever play it if it came back at all, the franchise? I carried on. I loved Driver 3 and I loved Driver Parallel Lines. I thought they were both really good games. Again, just I could spend hours just pootling around the city, trying to do an entire lap of the place without ever breaking. I remember doing that once. It took me about 18 minutes to just drive around <laughs> the massive loop. <laughs> it was great. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think there's a lot to like about it. Yeah. Good choice, man. Who likes to go next? We'll have Chris go last, I think. Yeah, Chris we'll, is going to we'll, go we'll, last. We'll, 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 do, we'll do a change. No mate. pressure, Chris. We'll no pressure, change, mate. mate. Go on in, sir. Off you go, Games Master. Uh, my number five is uh, Final Fantasy VIII. Eight! Uh, I love eight. Final Everyone's Fantasy VIII. Seven, but yeah, I eight, well, man. Final Fantasy VIII gets a bad rap, but it's actually probably my second favourite of the entire series. Mm. I absolutely loved Final Fantasy VIII. This, like took the, I suppose, the the blocky, polygonal, spiky, chibi characters of Final yeah. Fantasy VII and made it Many more, more adult, the, yeah. yeah, much more realistic. And the um, intro cinematic, you talked about that, is one of the greatest fucking scenes in gaming. Hell yeah. With the soundtrack, oh my God, that particular piece of music is called Liberi Fatali, and it is absolutely epic. If anyone is listening, go listen to that piece of music and mm. tell me that's not what it's a fucking fine piece of music it's so dramatic it's mm. so epic you've got Squall Leonhardt and um, uh, Cypher uh, who, who's the antagonist of the whole game uh, and the start of the game is just them sparring against each other and they clearly just fucking hate each other and it's just brilliant they're like taking chunks out of each other and they, the whole cinematic ends with them I think both like cutting each other's faces with their swords and you see like blood spatter across the floor and then it's like Final Fantasy 8 comes up you know in, in line with the massive crescendo of the music absolutely spectacular um, the graphics were amazing absolutely top draw yeah uh, I think I want to say 1999 um, it came out at least in Europe. Um, yeah, again, much more realistic. It had a really great um, kind of romance-driven um, storyline, mm. like a real romantic saga, which was phenomenal, very adult theme um, you know, compared to, to some other games of, of the time and very like you know, coming of age a little bit. But mostly this was like the, the difficulties of, of that sort of relationship. And, you know, um, it was just fantastic. Really, really fantastic. Great characters. Um, you had the weird dual storyline between sort of the main party, um, you know, sort of Squall and, uh, and and his troop and Quistus and Selfie, etc. And then you had like Laguna, who was mm-hmm. like the coolest fucking character in that game and like him, Kiros and Ward doing their own thing and you sort of ended up controlling them whenever Squall fell asleep and there was this mystery as to when they fell asleep, you'd, why would you be controlling these characters when these guys fell, fall asleep? Absolutely phenomenal and just some brilliant spoilers that it's just, 
uh, you need to go and at least read a synopsis of the story. It's such an underrated Final Fantasy. It is. No one likes the junction system, which is, I think, where the beef people have with it. And also the fact that, you know, normally in RPG games, you grind and you level up and you get stronger and you fight monsters and you, and you murder the monsters. Mm. In Final Fantasy VIII, the monsters would level with you. So it didn't matter how much you grind, the monsters would just get harder. So in fact, it actually behooved you to not grind and instead sort of partake in the other mechanisms of the game, which was junctioning, like drawing magic, bolting certain types of magic to different stats, and that's how you got stronger. Okay. So very, very different, and I think there was a lot of blowback against that, but I thought it was fucking great. Mm. You know, real, real good. Yeah, and I do it, appreciate a game that makes you want to play it pro- properly, if you will, not yeah. just like I tell you grind what, though, for numbers. It was super abstruse. I mean, playing it first time, I didn't know how the fuck it worked, but eventually, after playing, because I played that, through a few times sure um, you got the real nuances of it and then you when you combine that with what is probably the greatest mini game in gaming <laughs> triple triad okay that yeah. card game fuck me I spent I wasted hours of my life playing <laughs> just a card game within a video game it's mad isn't it how yeah. absorbing that can be I remember yeah. playing poker in CTA San Andreas just that so side long. quest like a side thing that was just yeah. and it was so fucking addictive it's like me playing Gwent with Witcher 3 yeah, yeah. Gwent, exactly. game, man. Gwent exactly the same and here's the thing playing that sub like sub quest that little side game gave you loads of bonuses that you could use in the junction system which would make your magic stronger so it was also like it would tempt you to keep playing it brilliant anyway amazing storyline uh, great underrated mechanisms. The soundtrack, I think, is Nobuo Uematsu's best. The soundtrack is fucking top draw. The best soundtrack in Final Fantasy. Um, and amazing cinematics, great visuals. Yeah. My number five. Final Fantasy. That sound, that, you know, that kind of sounds like that should have been your number one. You went all in on that. Mate, but, just yeah. wait until you hear yeah, the rest. Yeah. All up I, they're all amazing. But um, do you know what? When they announced the remake for Seven... As good as a game it is, I want a remake of eight. Final Fantasy VIII is amazing, man. Yeah, needs to be done. Final Fantasy VIII is amazing. Anything me. else in that, sir? No, that's enough, mate. I'll, just, <laughs> I'll waffle. Nice. Right, uh, my number five has already been mentioned by Chris. My number five is Time Crisis. Time yeah. Crisis, baby. Um, I have a little bit of history with this game because um, I've mentioned on the podcast a few times, again, very quickly. My dad worked in a company that fixed and um, fixed arcade machines, pinball machines, pool tables, all that sort of stuff. And he'd come home from work one day, and I you know, was a kid at the time being like, Dad, how's your day? Oh, you'll never guess I played this game. It's a gun game. Okay, what's new about that, Dad? You can duck in this game. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? It's like, it's literally a gun game that has a pedal on it and you can duck to reload. I'm like, no way. And literally the next day, he took me into work and this this was a, an arcade machine that hadn't even been officially released yet. So it was kind of like one I played before everyone else could. Nice. And the, when I played it and that time when you get the little cinematic, you get the little thing where people are shooting you, then it shouts, action! Put yeah. your foot down, bang, bang, bang. Let go. Reload. <laughs> Action! It's just such a great game. It was amazing. And then when it came out, I believe it was November of 97, when they announced it the year before, they said it was coming to PlayStation, it blew my fucking balls off. It's like, I need to get this game. I cannot wait to have it at home instead of, you know, punching credits into it there at home. Yeah. Friggin' love this game so much. Um, you mentioned it being an arcade game straight away, it's a short game. This version came with an extra game to it, so it wasn't as short as it made out to be. Uh, other little bonus things in there as well. But the thing I love about this, and it was a nice little touch from Sony, or Namco, whoever done it, um, obviously you had to put a pedal down to do it. 
So when they released the gun, there was a little button on the side that That's would do right. your ducking thing or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they released the pedal, did they? No, no. If you if you ever put your second controller into <gasps> that the port. Was it. You can stand on the buttons. You can stand on the buttons yeah. and it would be your pedal. You probably broke a few Joy-Cons yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, sorry. Um, DualShock's doing it. But good God, what a lovely little touch That's for that was, amazing. man. Yo, oh. I didn't even remember that until you mentioned it. I was like, shit, yeah. You yeah. can just put your second controller in. I wasn't that sure was if I was misremembering it, but yeah. I absolutely like, do, mate. Just seeing Wild Dog when he throws off his jacket. At the yeah. Beginning. I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, do you remember yeah. the first boss with the big claw? Yeah. yeah. And he goes that. <laughs> And then, and then that second time when you no the first time after you you kill him and it does that action replay three times. Incredible! It was peak Japanese cheese, really, wasn't it? it absolutely was, was man. But... Absolutely, the storyline was brilliant. It was uh, like you said, it was a uh, practically a perfect arcade port for such a small box. That had this the gun that you had to do a few little connections on the back of it. Again, ahead of its time, probably one of the best gun games in my in in my opinion. Uh, had to make the list. There was a few cuts I had to do it, but Time Crisis I cannot deny. I had history of it, and I had history with this game on PlayStation it, One. Had to be a, on there. It's a standout. It's for sure. it was, Great game, yeah. It was one of my hard cuts. Yeah, me too. And it was only because I spent so much money trying to do it in the arcade. I never really I got past was it the claw guy? Yeah, and then pretty much died. There wasn't then there wasn't much up after it when I completed it. I was like, oh, oh no! Mm. <laughs> I thought there was going to be more, but you did have the hotel one. That's it. That's the that's the extra one, isn't it? It was, yeah. it? it was it was great. It was great. But you know, when you have home conversions from arcades, you kind of think like they'll miss out something, like or the graphics will step down or something. I always thought it would never have the sound, like the action, the reload, whatnot. When it was on the PlayStation, when you saw that demo. Good God. Yeah. I got the hardest erection ever when that happens. <laughs> Just absolutely, man. That box opening it up, it looked like a little lunchbox, didn't it? Yes. It was like, <laughs> it was a big box. And I was like, oh. <laughs> you see the little red button on the side, you're like, excuse me. And you've always got the little kid looking over, what, what you got in your lunch? What's that? <laughs> anyway, time crisis, my number five. Chris, what's yours, sir? Uh, my number five has already been mentioned by Anne, so I'd like to oh. turn the favour. Sorry, dude. Soul Blade. Soul oh, Blade, nice. So, yeah, Soul Blade, I find, was like my favourite favorite fighting game on yeah. the ps because there was a game that probably in someone else's list and i just got absolutely smashed every time oh. so i never liked that game <laughs> but this one this one had uh everything that i liked it had weapons it looked colorful and it had like like you said the best awesome it was like intro a, it ever was like an 80s to shine yeah, do you remember like, it uh, Intro. It was like like a. TV and they always show. put they, they always put the weapons on the screen. We go to shy and the book opens and it was like, but yeah, this this the the characters look great. They moved awesome. They did, yeah. And the weapons, like, do you remember Voldo? Vol the one with the claws. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who was the uh, German guy with the giant sword? Rock Siegfried. Siegfried. Oh, Siegfried. He was Siegfried. my favorite. He, he looked. Rock shit, was a, was he a was awesome. Everything. Yeah, he was awesome. I liked Tacky. She was cool. Yep. And then uh, was it obviously Cervantes was just hard. The mutts nuts. Cervantes the, was the okay for sure. But the reason I liked this game so much was because I played a lot of Soul Edge on the in the arcade, mm. so I got the taste for it there. But they had this like. No, he said Soul Age as well. Yeah. Which is the air. There's the <laughs> yeah, Nice. So the, it had like this book story mode where you, you fight and then you, you run across the map and it's like... That's it. Yeah. And then you fight someone and you had to do 
certain things you'll either have no weapons or you couldn't be hit or and then you you upgrade your weapons and by the end of it all of the characters were all maxed out with like all six weapons yeah, you could you get know. you like earned extra weapons there stuff, was there you? was different costumes there so was di- cool. there was I, I mean i smashed it that game was badass as fuck yeah real good and we we love beat em ups because obviously yeah. you had your one i had that one and we just we just played them to death. Mm. Yeah, it was perfect for two controllers, right? And it was, yeah. it was it one of the first to sort of bring like ring outs? I don't know. Ring outs, three D. Uh, ring outs was done with Virtual Fighter first. Virtual yeah. Fighter yeah. did yeah, it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. it was it was like you know innovating on that concept, and it did it really well. That three D movement around the battlefield. They had this yeah. like it was really floating, really elegant floating yeah. raft one, and it was like really cool. But so, it, all the stages in those games, even when they upgraded to, to like when uh, Wayne said about Soul Calibur. Even though you're fighting on whatever it is, the square cube, whatever it is, the backgrounds to it always awesome. had something. Always. always. Had something, yeah, it always had an engaging environment. Exactly. Yeah, what a great game. Great pick. It was a tough game. I remember yeah. it being so hard. It would, Yeah, it was. In, in the story. I mate. never knew you was into it. Oh, I'm shocked, it. mate. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, Soulblade was Mitsurugi. Oh, That's all it was. Mitsurugi was great too, yeah. yeah. So many weapons. That, that was why it kept me so, so much. It was like, you've got to be able to get, I want that different costume. Like, yeah. I want that one, or I want that weapon, and I just want all of them. <laughs> yeah, unlockables that you really want to chase. Yeah. Or that like, I didn't have to pay for, like, nowadays. Yeah, 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 yeah. You had to work for it, didn't you? Yeah. Four ninety nine DLC. That's how you need to you, do you it. You go to your mate's house or somewhere, and you go... You, Let's do this character so we can unlock this character. And you go, what weapon? You're so cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even unlock, like, his, you know, other weapons. Oh, my God. But yeah, I just remember some of those uh, moves were just so extravagant. Like with Volvo, yeah. you just spin them on your blade and then you throw them in the air. Just, oh, that and game, that each, game. Each man. of the characters felt really unique to me. Yeah. And yeah. they were all strong, I felt. when yeah. when you, Especially yeah. doing the story mode, there wasn't one that I was like, oh my God, he was a chore. Like, Huang, was it, was it Huang? Yeah. Like, what a dick. <laughs> There's one mission type thing, like you can only damage him when he's in the air. Like, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, he's not jumping, so I guess I've got to do a move to knock him in the air. Yeah, oh, he's blocking. He's blocking every single juggle move I ever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, about, I spent about four hours trying to get past that dick. It's crazy. It had good combo systems as well. Yeah, like, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And then you get halfway through, and then the, the unblockables come out, and then mm. they're just. Fun. Yeah, you got a real sense of like parrying blows yeah. and stuff. I thought it was really cool. Nice. Time, mate. nice choice. I, I'm very surprised by that. Uh, anything else? No? No, not on that. Number fours. Number four. Simon, back to you, sir. Right. Putting this right out here before you even think about it. <laughs> dun, dun. You were Kurt Angle, I was Stacey Keebler, and I whooped your ass. <laughs> that was on PlayStation 2, so it's the wrong was episode. That? Okay. Well, I, I figured as soon as I mentioned SmackDown, you'd bring it up. In I was Kurt Angle. And you got whooped. <laughs> It's a slobber knocker, ladies and gentlemen. It's WWF Smackdown 2, Know Your Role. Second one, yeah, nice. Yeah, I, get, I think pretty much every game in my list is like the second iteration. Sure, yeah. Mm. Or possibly further on in the series. The first one, oh, it's a new wrestling game. New to me, I kind of missed WWF Attitude. I was kind of just okay, getting back yeah. into wrestling at mm. that point, but that passed me by, although I did play it. Smackdown was a whole new level of of game it yes. was so accessible and number two just stepped it up a level it did by far yeah a massively deep roster you had like f- probably 40 people at mm. least which at the time are like 
holy shit, 40 characters, different, like hundreds of moves, different arenas, the creator wrestler, it was all customizable. Mm, You could unlock new movesets. I probably spent as long dicking around in the creator character as I did playing any of the rest of it. It was so damn good. Yeah, it's give your character all the most ridiculously high impact drilling moves. Oh, absolutely, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything was just like a massive, like. Yeah. But you, but you saying that? I believe it was easier to do it back then. When you try yeah. and do it now, Super there's so much more detail and Super like. It's a point where I'm like, I've been here for an hour and I've only just dressed him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it got a bit clownish with the level of information they put in the much more recent ones. Like, mm, that's why but, I kind of gave up with the series after probably 2006 Smackdown versus Raw. I think it's similar to like a lot of games. We used to, we used to play him for a Most bit, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, like got, 10 years ago or so. Yeah, I think the last one was WD13 was the last one I did. When got to the 2K something, yeah. right? This that's the last time I did it, yeah. This isn't the kind of game I want to play anymore. Mm. I swear less is more, man. I tried to get... I bought an, a Madden game like a couple of years ago and I was like, this is so fucking detailed. I just can't be arsed. It's like, too much to it now. Much, I just want to play the game. I just want to have some fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I can't, no, I can't have fun. I've got to go through a three-hour tutorial. Uh, anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't play SmackDown quite so much as I played WSW and WWE Revenge and Warzone, Warzone which was on the N64. 64? Was no, Warzone attitude. was PlayStation as well. Warzone and Attitude. Attitude, yeah. I preferred... Warzone. Oh, you, did you really? Did you? Yeah. Interesting. I, I well, think... it's just because we had so much. We played it. We tan- We absolutely smashed Sad, it. Yeah, yeah. And that. True. True. But back birth, to because like we then just played all of them because that was field. So didn't SmackDown Two? I believe had more options. Like introduced, fight, like introduced new wise. match types. Yeah. Nice. So you had tables, ladders, chairs, mm. and introduced the Hell in a Cell. Yeah. 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 And. That, and for anyone that doesn't know, I think everyone around this table is a massive <laughs> wrestling fan, at least at the time. From the Attitude Era, yeah. Uh, sure. You yeah. know, that, yeah. that late 90s, this came out in 2000. Fairly, like, within a year of the first SmackDown game coming out, they had the second one out. And they've churned them out every year since yeah, then, yeah. with little change in iteration. Um, yeah, just you give me an opportunity to throw Mankind off a Hell in a Cell. Oh, my God. God, yes. I couldn't believe how excited I was for that. And you, yeah. you realise you can pile drive them through the centre panel in the, in the cell yes, yeah. and drop to the cage <laughs> that floor. That's so good. Nuts. They had the proper Such a nice cage as well. The big the steel, blue cage. The, still, yeah, the steel cage, that, yeah. That fence stuff, uh, yeah. that soft, <laughs> weak. I want the soft, weak shapes. <laughs> yes, mate. But yeah. I believe, wasn't it the first one that had TLC? It did, yes. It yeah, did have it, yeah. Introduced TLC. Yeah. Yeah. It had a little... Uh, bit, videos for like the entrances and stuff didn't it you like the- did get yeah you kind of the titantron entrances yeah. you saw the character walking to the ri- it would take probably 30 seconds to load just the intro and, and then, then you, a- and then you go oh damn i didn't turn intros off so i've got to wait for that to load. <laughs> <laughs> and then i've got to watch them i think you could skip them but even then if you'd load you them ever- you may as well watch them and then you've got to wait for the actual match to load do you remember when you did it multiplayer and player one had control of all the intros yeah. So if you wanted, if player two wanted to skip it, you couldn't. Player mm-hmm. one would have to skip it for you. Was you ever that dick that made him sit through it, <laughs> or skip to anyone to watch? It. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna watch mine. I'm gonna skip everyone else. See, yeah, <laughs> drag it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That game. Yeah, Amazing. I remember that the first time I rock bottom someone through a table on that game. It was oh it was glorious. It was clunky as all hell, to be honest. But it was so good, good for his right time. Position, but. Yeah. yeah, this you know, I get to do the worm with Scotty Too Hot here, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. That was prime time wrestling time, and I was well and truly hooked at that yes, point. Man. So it was 
I think a lot of games of this era are sort of more focused on encapsulating the feeling more than like what mm. they're trying to do these days, which is re- emulate it's in depth sort of now, isn't it? Yeah, I think it really did that. Like though that sort of era of wrestling games really encapsulated the feeling of wrestling. Yeah, it, like, it felt really impactful. It felt like yeah. your moves had like real definite hits in them without going oh well his ankles turned yellow and it might go to red and you'll be exhausted it's like no it's just it still had that more arcadey edge yeah that's right it felt and, and it's always been the way with wrestling games here's a little secret for you guys listening that might not know wrestling is pre-planned <laughs> then they're, they're, they're not really fighting each other but it managed to make it feel like yeah. you're both replicating a tv wrestling match and also having a, combat- a competitive fight at the same time. And that's not something to be like sniffed at, really. It's really quite clever to get that and to have that high energy, you know, TV show feel. Mm. Unlike the previous games, which to my history was very limited, it felt quite kind of small. This was like, whoa, mm. it's like real proper eyeball injection yeah. of, of, yeah, that what the WWF was at the time and it was the WWF at that time. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was that attitude here. It was punk and loud and brash and it just, oh, nice. It's so good. Good shout, mate. I knew there was going to be one in there somewhere or it was going to be definitely not what I mentioned. Road dog. I never really got into it till, yes. like Wayne said, either Warzone or Attitude. Attitude was the reason why I bought a multi-tap. Mm. Um, but yeah, but good shout. Good shout, mate. Thanks. Uh, over to Wayne, the Games Master. Number four, sir. My number four is uh, Sensu Stealth Assassins. Nice! Oh, I was glad you mentioned it. <laughs> now, that's a franchise that needs to come back, sir. It doesn't oh. it? Isn't Of all of the franchises that I can think about that are due, are well overdue a return, Sensu Stealth Assassins, my God, please, someone out there. And when I was looking into this, it was actually um, developed by a company called Acquire Software, who used or or developed it in conjunction with, or eventually turned into, or one of those things, from software. Ah, oh, nice. Uh, and everyone knows that from software. Yeah, so from software. Yeah. Now, when you think about it, especially with Sekiro. Yeah. Right. And yeah. when you think, yeah, and you know the the the, the uh, Soulsborne style, yeah, style games, you can start to see the the sort of genetic lineage. Mm. I suppose. Good of, God! If from software did attend you, right? What? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Like. They were awesome. Ten, the Tenchu, Tenchu and Tenchu 2, but for me, it's the first one because that blew my mind. Oh, there was two. Yeah, there okay. were two, yeah. yeah. There was, yeah. Two wasn't two as good. Well, I didn't think it was either. I mean, I just, I think, I don't know why. I think I was just more blown away by this was real stealth gameplay being a fucking ninja assassin. It, that is cool as fuck. So that was cool. Um, it and felt really different, didn't it? It like, did, completely different. You had like a, like a key meter, which sort yeah. of, t- yeah, which like, gave you an idea of how aware the enemies were of you, mm-hmm. which is really, right, really yeah. cool. So as you're sneaking around and like the key meter would go up, you'd be like, okay, I'll, I'll back up. And you'd always like ping your grappling hook up to the roof and sort of, grappling yeah, and you'd be like just creeping around the rooftops. And then one of my favorite things, which is so simple, was just like chucking rice balls. So like the enemies would then sort of just walk after the rice. That's right. And that motion just brings it back. Yeah, yeah. I, I do that. I go. I start eating the rice. Yeah, exactly. You jump down. And could you poison it in that? Yeah, you could right, do poison yeah. rice as well. And was it the same one that you could change outfits? You yeah, could, you like, could. Yeah, kill someone then and then dress up like no. them and they like. Stand no, in no, I don't know if that was. I saying true. I don't. No, or at least not. not the first one, but I definitely remember the the poison rice. Yes, the uh, the rice balls. Yes, and you could do 
uh, if you were completely hidden, uh, you could do one hit kills of enemies. So that was yeah. like a, a stealth assassin attack, and it was gory. They were the one of the best. Yeah. You just slit his throat from behind, yeah. wouldn't it? <laughs> and it would pour out. Ricky like, Maru, yeah. yeah, Ricky Maru and Ayame. So, I remember because yeah, this, this is the one that I struggled. This is my number six, and this is the oh. one that I really. This is the, I had so hard to cut. But this, this one, the reason I like this so much was you always liked Ricky Maru, didn't I you? I liked Ricky, yeah, Ricky Maru, I, yeah. I, like, I preferred Ayame, yeah. Ayame yeah. and she was more of a bitch. She <laughs> was straight up, oh, just hurry up and die, you yeah. know. And Ricky Maru was like, this well, battle honor. was, it was honour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's one where, was it, there's a merchant and you piss him off yeah. so much that he fucking, he goes, right, I'm just going to kill you. And he tries to go through your bow and you have to, do him. Yeah, you have to fight him. When you play with Ricky Maru, he's so nice, and they he goes, and they helps him do seppuku. Yeah, the seppuku. So it's completely different. There's two oh, different wow. kind games. of storylines, kind of like or do two different approaches to the game. So you, it, you definitely want to play with both characters. Also, they both play totally differently. Don't, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. They're different ways of going it, and like to be. So you got get, replayability. Was it? Oh, to, get grand, the, to get Grandmaster, which is what I try to do. The on, Grandmaster rating. Was to um, be as silent as possible. Oh yeah, they ranked you. Yeah, they ranked the you how quiet you were. Tenchu's yeah. downfall though was that it was the loading you used to run, and then an enemy would load in the in the lightness. Would pop once, in. It'd pop yeah, in, yeah, and yeah, you'd yeah. always get seed, and then it's like back to the beginning. Yeah, that is a definitely a hardware limitation, right? Because it couldn't draw far enough ahead. Yeah, to, to yeah to, to so load him up. So you'd have to, you know, but it's what. That whole rooftop stealthy shenanigans was so innovative for me. I mean, it would it just sucked me in. The atmosphere was great. It was dark. It, it was one of the quiet. Best soundtracks really fucking cool. It was dark. It was like bit like the Japanesey feel to it. It was really kind of yeah. I mean, I love well that done. theme anyway. I mean, in yeah, board games, I mean, in kid, video games, kids of the eighties and Karate Kid and all that. You're like, oh, ninjas. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. Ninjas. This is so fucking cool. This this is what gave me the birth to like my favorite sort of genre of like stealth and like just going in murking people when you don't know they're there yeah there's the reason why i'm kind of i don't like assassin's creed because they do all of their killing during nah, monday to friday nine to five <laughs> <laughs> whereas like tenchu's only done at it's night dark like, it's like proper like, yeah, yeah it's a different approach for sure yeah like yeah. I'm, gl- I'm glad you guys are both as up because i was never sure it was that Popular, I don't know if it was. no, no, but we just played it. We played the shit I, out of it. I, I played mean, the I'm... demo that one or your demo or one of our demos so much until the game came out that I could do that first level, <laughs> yeah, blindfolded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly what I yeah. did, yeah, yeah, yeah and then, definitely. Like, we both got it, and then it was like because you played Ricky Mara, and you're like, at the end, you're like, oh, he, he holds up and he dies honorably, <laughs> and I was like, I just got the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> it was an absolutely class game, mate. Yeah, Tenshu Stealth Assassins was. Wicked. It has. I don't know how much it innovated or how much it borrowed from other games that may or may not be on one of no. our lists, but the way it implemented it with such great atmosphere, uh, in such a cool sort of vibe. Well, other games are borrowed from it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it, yeah. It, it was just just great, and it's well overdue a return. Like, well, I looked at I looked at why it hadn't, and apparently a license problem. The, the, the licensing they let it stay in limbo for so long that they lost the rights to their own game. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh, well, that's that. And I think the, yeah, or, or the original company doesn't exist. Yeah, sort of like limbo the, or they lost their own rights to the game. Did it? it got, I swear there was one for the PlayStation 2. That, yeah, was it Wrath of something? Uh, or, or, or Wrath of Heaven. There Raffle. you go. Wrath of Heaven. Was it done by the same guys? I don't, don't know. think, but they, it never quite 
It no, never progressed never from, one. from the first you one. Know, it, like, yeah. okay. it, never, it never got better. They got worse, and it was kind of like... Wrath of Heaven was by a Capcom subsidiary called K2 LLC, whereas the original Tenchu was by a company called Acquire. Yes, that's definitely so, yeah. I, Which doesn't exist anymore, I'm pretty mm. sure. Um, uh, yeah, so I, or it turned into one of those companies or what have you. But you're right, it, it didn't seem to get better. Um, or at least I think I enjoyed Tenchu 2. Uh, but not as much as the first one. Anyway, so yeah, that, that's yeah. enough on Tenchu. But no, no, just very quick on Tenchu because, like you said, if it's on software, Sekiro Shadow Star Twice is one of my favourite games of all time. If they can do it for that, they can redo Tenchu. But like Sekiro, it would be fantastic. Nice. Yeah. Definitely Agreed. got to do it. Agreed. Uh, number four. My number four. Sorry, anything else on that? Sir? No, man. Um, we're going to go with sequels like Simon. Now, in this franchise, a lot of people pick number three. I'm going to pick number two, Tekken 2. Tekken oh, okay. I'm going okay. with Tekken 2. So the reason I picked Tekken 2 um, is, when you think about it, it is the blueprint for Tekken 3. Uh-huh. So if you look at Tekken 1, it is clunky. It is bulky as fuck. It is super okay? clunky, Tekken 1. And then when you compare that to Tekken 2, which was, what, a year and a half later? It's far superior to how they scale out the characters and how they're modelled. Like you mentioned, pixelated like they were in the first one. They are super clear, smooth in this one, but still have, like, they're going through motion capture, if you will, sort of thing. So, if anyone remembers the characters, um, Lei Wulong. Yeah. yeah. He was essentially the copper version of Jackie Chan That's in right. this game. Had the drunken yeah. fist. Style. And he, so does, he does this move where he flips from the bottom, turns around, and does somersaults. And it was smooth as hell, these somersaults. Yeah. So, I was like, mm-hmm. good God, look at this blueprint for. You know, this motion that is simply just near enough realistic how these moves are done. And I was just completely mind blown. Um, going back to what Chris was saying about um, working through these games to unlock the extra characters, you had a certain amount of extra characters for this, but this was one where you grinded it to unlock even more. Um, and again, the, each one had their own specific um, movie cut at the end, so they'd have their own story that would progress through it, whatnot. Um, Yoshimitsu is one of the best versions of Yoshimitsu in Tekken 2. He yeah. is by far fucking awesome. When he yeah. does that flying power driver in straight into the ground <laughs> and it takes three quarters of your health off, good God, that is incredible. But as a game, I remember when we rented this out from Blockbusters, we literally got the last copy because it, it was so huge at the time. How, again, again, it was just... Everyone wanted to get on it. Oh, it's my turn now. It's my turn now. This was just revolutionary at the time. And like I said, if you compare it to that to that, and then obviously from that to three... You can see where 3 has taken it, and it, 3 is a better game. Don't get me wrong. 3 is 100% better than 2. But 2 you but, played the most, probably, and you but, hammered like... But 3 yeah. couldn't be possible without 2. Yeah, fair enough. Hands down, in my opinion, anyway. But, good gods, what a game. I love Tekken. Yeah. On, my, on the PlayStation 1, this is my favourite one. Had to go into there. Yeah. I, I will, so, quick and easy on that one. I will defer input. Yep. No, 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 <laughs> I'm sure you will. I, I did say three was a better game, I will but number two, I do my love. input until a, a later time. <laughs> Chris, number four, sir. Number four, right? Uh, is this is a the first one of the uh, the series, and I think the one that started it all, and the reason that I fell in love with a PlayStation, and it is the original Tomb Raider. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, you love the shit. Out of I, Tomb Raider, I, I still yeah. love the two. I still play Tomb Raiders now on the like the the new ones. I've yep. still got those ones. They the are new still, ones are good. Though. They, they are, are brilliant, fucking awesome. I mean, it, it went off the boil a little bit. Like was it Chronicles and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Angel of Darkness Football. or something? Uh, that's oh, number that's two. A, yeah, that was terrible. Uh, that's a bad. 
That's but mind you, Tomb, Tomb Raider 3 on, on PlayStation 1 is hard as balls, man. It is. It's fucking hard. And I, was, I, was saying to, I was speaking to Sally, and she was going, are you going to do Tomb Raider 2? And I was like... <laughs> and I went, maybe. And I couldn't remember uh, any of the levels. And I was like, right. how many... And I know I played t- Tomb Raider waiting for Tomb Raider 2 to come out for that. You know, It was only a year, but in kids' terms, that was like oh, 10 forever. years. Yeah. It's yeah. Forever. And I spent forever doing... This uh, this game, I got all the way up to. I think it's near the end. Is it the Colosseum number two? You talk about number one. This is on Tomb Raider, but oh, you right, got right. the platform ones, right? Yeah, yeah. So I spent all that time getting there, and then my sister Spyro the Dragon over my save. <gasps> no. Oh, there was there was murders. Rest in peace. Yeah. So that was. I had to. I had to use a level skip cheat to get me back. And yeah. It, it ruined my whole game. So I ended yeah. up having to go back to yeah. do the whole game again because I had no stuff. And it was like, I loved it. Loved playing it again. Yeah, doing it all over doing again. again. But you knew what was coming as well, but, didn't you? Yeah, I spent so long doing this game because I had to do it again. But like that first time, I remember like, getting onto the level and the first time I went into that, the, what was it, the, the Lost World one, you go down and you that... T-Rex cut. I was literally about to say I never fucking forget so, that ever. <laughs> I shit myself so much until I found that case. It's very much like what Wayne said. It couldn't produce what was ahead too far ahead in front yeah. of you. So when you saw that shadow effect of a T-Rex coming at you, good God, I shat my pants, man. <laughs> but like what you were saying at the beginning, like you fired up the PlayStation, he goes, oh, I fired this up. And it's, I believe, Lara's walking through the snow. Mm-hmm. The v, and, the v, uh, yeah, and the, these wolves come out of nowhere and you're like, oh shit. And she's just like... <laughs> and you're like... I felt like <laughs> yeah. the original Tomb Raider, like you were, it didn't feel like you were like a gun toting badass. You felt like always on the edge of dying. Like it felt like I don't know. It maybe I, I never played them right, much and it always like, felt painfully difficult. Like like it was almost like a survival game yeah. as well as anything else. It like, was, but because it was so compared to other games that you played, it worked flawlessly. It was great. You know, like you're like you didn't know what a dodgy jump was or that you could run off the edge because it was no the motions get- of the climbing mm. that or doing stands, the backflips and everything the handstands and just doing the the, the FM- picking, you, when you pick up an object <laughs> oh, just dying swimming did you ever lock the, did you ever lock <laughs> they're awful did you ever lock the guy in the fridge yeah the, the <laughs> number two yeah, yeah. But then, was that number yeah, two yeah oh, the maze you had like some of the the stuff but I loved. Because you could do the game, and then like the, you could, there was little secrets and little bits yeah. that just allowed you to do more if you wanted to do on this game. Mm. This was back when it was was it IDOS Interactive? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, that's right. Uh, do you remember? Like there was also loads of rumors that if you did some sort of weird cheating, you'd get naked, naked Lara Croft. Yeah, sidestep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. But what I'm thinking about it, like now, triangle tits. It'd be triangles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, <what> <laughs> I mean, I, and then I used to have was the, it two, two and three. They were great. Not I was just trying to, to sit one, there. I, I can remember Venice on two. And I can remember it. it, but I can't remember the. But I can remember going all the way through Atlantis, fighting the demons. That big. I don't know where that big skull Krang thing from like Dimension <laughs> X come yeah. from. And it was like, oh yeah, it's just so much fun. And those double pistols. If I if you could get it when it goes. Yeah, again, it's, it had a lot of iconic moments. But for me, I never really played it much. It stands as one of what I suspect is a number of games on ours lists, or your guys' list, not mine. Obviously, I played my games, but 
games I appreciate what they did, but never really fell in love with them like so many people seem to. Yeah. Sure. I really appreciate and understand that Tomb Raider was groundbreaking in so many ways, but I think similarly, I wouldn't race I, to play it. I don't think I ever owned Tomb Raider because you had Tomb Raider. Yeah. I played it. I played it a bit. But I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't get into it quite as much. That's what built my love for Uncharted and yeah. and uh, was it Hitman? Anything with a little bit of stealth or like maybe not so much with the the three D platforming. The three D that that is my that is my perfect sort of game. Yeah, let me go and find. Not I don't want to be searching forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> RPG style, but I, I need to be. But you didn't feel that with you. No, made, no, no, you felt like you were working. I felt something. it was yeah. big enough. 3D exploration platforming game. Yeah, look, if great, I get that yeah. switch yet, and if I climb up in time to get that one, that door will open. That, you knew yeah, what no, you were no. doing. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll get there quick. Yeah, <laughs> it had a great puzzle element to it. Yeah, it really that's what I love yeah. with the, the puzzles. And there's other games with puzzles and stuff, and it's like, yeah, nice. Just you ever do the part where you dive in water? If you get so far, she screams. Yeah, she doesn't scream normally, but if you go so far, she goes. Oh, wow. Cool. Nice. Uh, number threes. Number three. Simon, back to you, sir. Well, you've not long since proclaimed that this was 100% better than your pick, Tekken 3. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is a better game. I think for me, it's because I came in at Tekken 3. Sure. So it kind of set the standard. So as with most games, certainly of that era, you go backwards, you're like, mm, this isn't. This isn't as pretty, it isn't as smooth and all all the rest of it. Tekken 3 for me is like, you want a 3D fighting game? This is it, yeah. This is the granddaddy Absolutely, of yeah. them all. Even like, I mean, obviously they're on, what, they're on Tekken 8, Tekken 9 now? Will be Tekken 8. I think it's out this year, Tekken 8. No. Uh, nothing's really changed. <laughs> In all honesty. <laughs> some, has it? Slightly. Seven's changed it a bit, it, but it apart got, from it, one to six, they were the same. very, yeah. very, very, very shiny. Much like the, <laughs> much like much like the SmackDown games, they got to a point in yeah, the yeah, gameplay yeah. which never really changed. But then you could set up a very fine game; it's not really ever changed. That's why people go and play it, come back and sure. play it. Yeah, they? and for me, this was the one that went. Yeah, this is. Yeah. you know, if you've moved from yeah. the two D Street Fightery, you know, side that's right, yeah, that's right. right. Now this is, and yes, Soul Blade, I played quite a bit of that bastard Huang, <laughs> <laughs> and that was like the weapons based one. But if I'm picking a a, a beat him up second yeah. three is the one again huge range of varied characters which for me was amazing getting playing through it having a reason to play through everyone's story to get all of those unlocks yep random ass characters like mm. uh was it tiger jackson or something that we had like the skin you, you swap puma the panda you had uh, kuma the bear yeah. there was the there was there was a gone the the t-rex thing was it was it dinosaur or yeah then you had uh you had a raptor with boxing gloves you had a kangaroo kangaroo boxing gloves uh, then you had a... Wasn't was there a little dragon? Or there's some stupid that's the t- There was a guy, yeah. the wood dummy thing, but he would... Lokujin. That's oh, it. And he would... Yeah. yeah. And he just had everyone else's moves, yeah. basically. Yeah. That's right. But he was always lying down whenever I played. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you could unlock true ogre and suddenly you're like this is fucking out that guy oh, man, i've got yeah. fire breath and laser beams it's like why, why how am i that's right devil and devil angel, angel. Yeah. 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 yeah if you push triangle or x isn't it like it. On. so many people that i played with never knew that you which button you Average. pressed chose which color <laughs> you went in as was brian fury in tekken 3 brian fury was yeah. in he is fucking awesome man. Of, i love that one guy. of my favorite characters if you gave yeah. me a choice i'd probably pick brian or i'd pick king 
Yes. And obviously I'd pick yeah, yeah. because he's the wrestler. Yeah, exactly, dude, you know? yeah. And I would happily spend hours just learning the moveset. So I never really got it down. I remember watching the guy at a Games Expo once doing a flawless, like it, it was about 30 move transition, just going from... Oh, the King one where he, yeah, knocks him down and does all the... Move yeah, that's move insane. That, move, that like German was... suplex into Boston Crab, into figure four, into armbar, into Kim... How are you... Like, my brain can't process that many button presses. I like it's crazy, I isn't do it? Yeah. Towards, towards triangle and I know the power pumps. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee doesn't beat someone around this table. <laughs> I, I won't proclaim to everyone. I, I think we should put that up to the challenge. I'll bring the arcade down. We should do it one night. I, I, I'm, I'm sh- I, I still wake up screaming. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I ever got particularly good at it, but I got good enough to sure, unlock yeah, all yeah. the characters and nice. thoroughly enjoy it. It, as I say, it just kind of, for me, was like the, the delineation, the refinement of accessible but detail. You know, there's a depth in that moveset that yeah. you know, there's a lot to learn if you can be bothered. It's not mm. just, as I say, towards towards triangle. There's a, a, yeah, a, yeah. a moveset to be learned in there and chaining of moves together before it got into like the Street Fighter EX Alpha 3 cancel charge yeah i had to i had to get like a player's guide to learn all this shit you know and that was again this is pre-internet isn't it so obviously it it was colorful and it had this i mean god knows what the actual tech and law is i tried to follow it at one point i think i got it yeah i got it to three but then we got to four i I found it really intriguing like there's this global corporation that's trying to take over the world but he's also a demon like hang on what (laughs) that's weird why are they having a and he's son of of kazuya and he's his granddad why why, why are they having a fighting competition when he's got giant robots that can obliterate a city block in one it never made any sense mate it was all horseshit but it was it was very entertaining at the time and it's kind of grandiose and yeah super exciting it as i say if you ask me to name my favorite fighting game ever Nice, I think it's the yeah, grand, granddaddy on that console. console like it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It is, yeah. I think it's a great pick, and I'll defer my feedback. <laughs> to a later He's going to say second one now, <laughs> just to make it until a later time. <laughs> until a later I must time. Have I loads to say about Tekken, it. That, yeah, original Tekken was definitely you can count the polygons. Tekken yes, definitely. Like, oh no, this is fluid. They had mm. you know, Eddie Gordo's hair and his flares. Again, the smoothness of Eddie doing his moves and be spinning butt masher and just watch that guy fucking break dance. It's totally insane totally in that game. Say, but God, would it, was it fun juggling people with Eddie? Gordo. Yeah, <laughs> it's like if you knew someone was Eddie, there'd be a butt masher, yeah. but they'd never played the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. All right. Good shout, sir. Mr. So game master, what's your number three? My number three. Um, I'm going to say two words to you, right? Tekken three. No, 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 no. no. Well, just patience, everybody. Uh, I, I will say this uh, blew my mind in such a way, right? I think I had to have a lie down. Psycho Mantis. Nice. Right. So yeah, I was waiting for this. Yeah, the original. I'm surprised it's three. Yeah. I thought it'd be higher. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid uh, is just incredible you know how we talked about stealth action and i know chris you like stealth games as well tenshu is like maybe amazing yeah (laughs) metal gear solid gee what's number one chris metal gear solid um was just a fucking revolution i played a demo of this it came i think i came with like official playstation magazine or something like that Mm -hmm. and it was like the japanese version of the first level and mm. I, like you in Time Crisis, I hammered this demo. I mean, over and over. And I still remember, like, uh, it's like, um, 
like the Japanese voiceover and dub when Snake dies. He's like, Snake, 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 Yeah, just phenomenal, absolutely amazing. And just the hilarity of just sticking yourself in a box and then creeping around in a box <laughs> is just absolutely phenomenal to me. I mean, I just loved everything about that. And like, where well, you've got your little radar screen and you've got the enemies, which are like little red dots, and then you've got their cone of vision. That was just brilliant. Like, you felt like an absolute demon. Like, you know, oh, you know, I can literally, like, I can see their mm-hmm. their movements and I can like monitor their patterns. I can sneak around and like, break that guy's neck and I'll get in a box and I'll go under here and I'll get through the vents. Phenomenal. And it really had a real open approach to how you completed the levels to some, to some respect. Yeah. Yeah, there was normally a couple of paths through the level. Um, although you, I felt like you could never really just go all in on the guns because you would just get blasted. No, it was just one of the games game. that you failed the mission if you were spotted kind of nonsense. Sometimes, yes. You, sometimes, no. You shoot one person and yeah. then <gasps> another person. It just keeps They're coming. Just coming so yeah. you have, but you could hide, couldn't you? You, you have to the alarm went off. Mm. And then the music would be like, be pumping in the background. <laughs> exactly. And then eventually you'd hide and then it would get quieter. And the music would like... That's like, right. It did, didn't it? Yeah, yes. Ping, that's like, right. And that ping. Ping. And then you'd breathe. Dynamic music and soundscapes is yeah. so good. So like my heart rate would increase in line with the music going nuts because I'd be oh shit, I've been found. Phenomenal. The storyline is wacky as all fuck. I mean, it's so uh, weird. Yeah, we uh, thought Tekken was weird. Metal yeah, Gear is no, just... Exactly. Nonsense. Uh, Hideo Kojima, yeah, the great one of the greats, yeah, one of the greats. But God, mate, what what an imagination as well. Because yeah, that storyline is completely mental. I mean, if you go all the way through that series through to the, where, where they are now, it, uh, it doesn't make a lick of sense. <laughs> but no, it's um, I mean, but the game in terms of its mechanical structure, its fundamentals for me was fucking flawless I mean the, the boss fights were incredible yeah Metal Gear Solid 3 amazing that's PS2 right phenomenal game but the boss fights oh my god I just want to take a little bit of time to talk about Psycho Mantis and that whole he would predict everything you could do and you'd be like how the fuck do you beat this and then you take your controller out and you plug it in the other side yeah. I mean what the who, fuck who did the you, fuck found that out I don't, don't know. know but did you try it in the later ones and he goes I'm not falling for that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> like, I don't he know. does it in the remake or something doesn't he yeah or he reads your memory card yeah he reads your memory card he's like Let me, oh, you you like playing football games yeah if you had like, if you had specific oh, Konami games on there because yeah, it was Konami game he'd be like, like, oh I see you're playing Castlevania and all that sort of stuff <laughs> Oh, Absolutely like- amazing. The a shitload of cinematic cutscenes. Mm. It was a very adult feeling game. Loads of great voice acting. Is it David? David Hater. Yeah. Yep. So just phenomenal. This really gritty realism in this sort of military environment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, just amazing. And you always had the codec. Codex. Boop, boop, boop. Anyway, yeah. Exactly. You'd go and yeah. Just superb. Superb. You'd never. Arakan. Arakan. was like. Was it no? Is it Ocelot? He was a great. Revolver Ocelot. Revolver, I liked him as a... Such a good But name. do you remember when the first time you saw Ninja in that game? Oh, okay, yeah. Grey Fox. Good God, that was a, I've always wanted to wear that suit. Incredible. Well, you, far, man. They kind of had it as one of those myths that you could, you could get the suit. Because he was on the poster, but he was barely in the if game. you did the whole game, not seen once. <laughs> <It was>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just a phenomenal game. Probably for me the greatest stealth action game in history um the most influential the most consequential 
uh, always copied, never beaten. And again, it didn't overcomplicate things like we talked about no, a lot of games no. these days, like where you've got a bajillion things you need to remember and do. This was like relatively straightforward and it worked. And it, was, it, it never broke. It was just great. What you expected to happen always happened and it was just a great action stealth game with a phenomenal vibe. And, and the actual grand scale of like Metal Gear when you see it. Yeah, like, the actual like the, was a fucking Fighting liquid. Yeah, exactly. It's just phenomenal. Great game. It is a great game. I, f- I fucking love that game. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sure someone else will have something to say about that. I'm sure it might be on Chrissy somewhere. I, I always feel sad because I never got into it. Oh, My, dude, did I you love, play it though? Well, I here's the, the thing. I played that demo in a demo pod somewhere in a shop like mm-hmm. Argos or Future Zone before it became Electronics Boutique. Future Zone, you remember that? And I just... I didn't understand what was happening and it must have just put me off enough to never play it again. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. And it's, must, it's not for everyone either, again, but hey. It, it's one of those games that stands... I know so many of the references from it. I know the names. I know about the controller shaking with the Psycho Mantis stuff and reading... I know all of the like the pop culture reference bits of it, but I've never played the... Well, here's the thing. And I don't think I can go back now and, and do it. I just no. don't think it'll gel properly. It, but that tells you how much of an impact it you has. never go back. Yeah, you well, can right. never go back. But it, it is that big in terms of pop culture and mm. gaming. That even if you didn't really play it, you kind of know, you know about the cardboard box memory yeah. and all that sort of stuff. It was, well, a, it was in, a big in, deal. In preparation, for this con- yeah. in preparation for this episode, I looked online cause just to help, help my memory of, what did I play 25 years ago? And almost every list I looked at, Metal Gear was top. Yeah, it's amazing. Almost without fail. Great game. Love, love. If not in the top five, of being every, most people's top ten. Yeah. Oh, nice, good pick, sir. Very good pick. Thank you. Um, my number three is going to be no, you know, no surprise to anyone who knows me because of the franchise. I love it. It did come out for the Sega Saturn as well, but I thought it ran better on the PlayStation. Alien Trilogy. Alien oh, Trilogy. Yeah. Now, the reason I picked this game is because when I got into this game, this was it was so basically every weekend. The, when I was in school, I had a mate of mine who always had the consoles before I did, like opening weekend, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he had a PlayStation. So we would go every weekend to his house, every Saturday night to play PlayStation. Uh, Wayne, going back to what you were saying about CDs, yes. how they come out so easily and easily to make. Back in the day, if you ever thought about it, PlayStation was knocking out games every weekend. There was always, seems there was to be always a, something a out. Hit. Yeah, Guaranteed Blockbuster on Saturday night was busy as fuck because of that half yep. the time. And we saw that. We saw Alien Trilogy. I never knew about the game or anything, but I was like, we've got to get this out, guys. Rented it out. And when we played it, it was probably the most terrified I've ever played <laughs> in my youth at the time. Um, and there's only one player game. There's like five of us on this, you know, every weekend, whatnot. But not one person was like, oh, 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 I want to turn, I want to turn, because we were engraped in this. We were like, what's going to come around the corner? Because you had your little monitor. If you're ever familiar with the movies, you had the tracker. Mm-hmm. So you had the little dot, something's coming out, or, you know, something, whatnot. And... I never forget this. We're like, we were sitting there, we were playing in the dark, and there's one part where literally at the start of the game, you turn a corner and this face hugger comes and jumps at you. Amazing. And I, good fucking God, man, we, it was like watching a jump scare in a movie. We absolutely shat ourselves. Oh, incredible. And we were just, it was a thrill ride from such. Greg, if you're listening, you'll remember this. <laughs> um, I was going to ask if it was Dave, but was it Greg? No, it was Greg who was with me on that. But um, again, Greg is, um, he was never into the series, but when he played this game, he got into the movies. Um, if anyone's familiar with the game, uh, sorry, the movies. Um, in this game, you get to play through the movies, but different story-wise. So I think you start with two, you play the three, then uh, number one in the movie um, order-wise. 
Uh, and it, it's literally just a first-person shooter going around shooting aliens, uh, queens, facehuggers, all different types from the movies that you'll remember, and just re- basically relive it. Again, it had one of the best opening cinematics as well. Um, it probably doesn't stand the test of time now, but for the time it was, it looked like real people dressed as the Marines going down these corridors, getting attacked by aliens and stuff. It was absolutely phenomenal. If you're watching nice. now, there are some good cut scenes where the ships look really good, but when it comes to the actual actors, it's like, mm, yeah, it's a bit wank. <laughs> um, but as a game, I cannot deny it's up there it had to make the top five it was going i was going to put ridge race on here but i just remembered the impact it had on us as mates that one weekend where we were all around a playstation getting to play this game because of blockbuster thank you blockbuster um and just having so, uh, uh, fun. Um, I think we ended up watching the films as well yeah, afterwards. Super, and it's, it's super just, engrossing. It. I think. It, yeah. I mean, I, again, I think I only ever like had a demo play of it, but mm. I remember it being hard. like well hard, but kind of recreating that atmosphere of the yeah. movies as, as I knew them at the time. Yeah, and this is again. This there was no. We didn't have surround, so we literally had a probably an eighteen-inch little screen TV yeah. thing. We were just like you know little kids, all you know. Legs crossed in front of that telly. One person go around this corner, collect that ammo, go just oh shit, somebody's chasing. It was just one of the best experiences I've ever had gaming with friends, and yeah. and it wasn't even a multiplayer. That's a beautiful thing, right? Because I never played it, but mm. that whole time felt like that communal experience of gaming, right? Yeah, and those experiences is what's important. It doesn't matter if it's not the best game ever or whatever. You played that the most, and you had this amazing time out of it. Therefore, it's on your list. Exactly, and, yeah. yeah, deservedly so. Did you complete it? Because I actually owned the game. Well, I had it, but I don't ever remember. I think I only got like level two. I can never remember actually doing. So it. the game is very, very clever on this aspect because I couldn't complete it without a code, and obviously the code you can get infinite ammo, of health, what, whatnot. And when you complete it with the cheat, you don't get an ending. It just goes straight back to the beginning oh, of, of the thing. But if you do it without the code, you get an ending. Ah. Oh shit! Well, so they were they were cl- they were quite clever on that aspect. Well, it was like Tarek Two with me. I still can't complete that with infinite ha- health no. or <laughs> ammo. No. That's how hard that <laughs> it was. A hard never completed that game. Jesus, because again, you didn't have an analog stick to for this first. But you were like D pad. You can't aim up, aim down. You had to like hold R two, press up to aim up, and all that. So yeah, it was very very odd for its time. We, we forget how much we've come on since yeah. since mm. this. And you just said you weren't sitting in front of a. 42 inch flat screen TV. At best, we had a 21 inch. If that, if that, right? You know, it's a a fat telly, as I call it. Mm. (laughs) And and yeah, to have two or four people on this screen, or even just all gathering around watching one person play it. Yeah. Because I'm sure we've had this moment, like, all right, it's my turn. Like, let me have a go. It's just, yeah. Not with this game, man. Not with this game. That was the good thing about PlayStation. You could watch. I played a lot of games. Well, I watched a lot of games with my mates, you know, yeah. so I felt like I, I didn't complete it, but I completed it with them, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. What's that? Maybe we can, can do it like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or, or like you'd die and give the controller PlayStation over. PlayStation was the first one to start. You had enough to get everybody involved. There was yeah, enough man. to, if you were sitting around, you can, uh, you can see there, you're like basically your eyes. It's funny, right, because that, that era of gaming felt kind of like, like a movie night. Yes, you'd have mates around yes, for like a movie absolutely. night, but it was like game. You would be playing the games, mm-hmm. and uh, it doesn't matter if it was one player. You'd share the control around or whatever, it and you'd, felt, everyone'd be watching it. Yeah, it felt more to the point in its gamesmanship, I suppose. Yeah, like, there was no. I mean, as much as I, I've been playing Fallout seventy six a bunch this, this last yeah. week. Nice. If you watch me playing that, is tons of time just fanning around, basically. Yeah, <laughs> plenty of time where um, you know, sniping heads off ghouls, and it's amazing. But <laughs> on a PlayStation game, you are. Doing you're the game. playing That's the it. game yeah. Yeah. It's, it's 
not necessarily fast paced, but you're direct with everything. There's yeah. no there's no room for to the point exactly. I think sticking yeah. around really, and yeah, it be, it becomes a, a watchable spectacle in that sense. Absolutely. So yeah, my number three. Let's go to number twos. Oh, well, number number two. I'm number three, Anna. Oh, sorry. No, Let's not do that. Big part. No, number three. No, three. No, three. Chris. You no, don't get number three. Number two. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm yeah. so used to you being first. That's oh, no, what it that's, is. That's what it is. Um, okay, so this is a, a number two in the in the series, and I think which was... But it's your number three. It's my number three. Right, we're just clarifying three, that. Yeah, number three. <laughs> I think it was the better one, because after it, I think it just went silly. Wait, the better one is number two in at number three? No, yes. So... <laughs> Come on, Tekken! No, it's, <laughs> it's Tony Hawk Skater 2. Tony Hawk's Pro uh, Skater 2, but yeah, great I game. mean, I smashed this game enough for it to be, like, to complete it 100% on every, like, get above a 1,000. You know, you could, with one run, you could end up doing most of the challenges. Yeah. And I liked it because you do your grinds and you, you do your stuff, and you were skating, when it's like number three, you grind a rail and you caused San Francisco to do an earthquake. It uh, got a bit. I see. Yeah. It got a bit silly with how much you could do, and it just kind of took away from the the, just the, the fun sca- of skating. They, they, yeah. they took it way too far with it being. Yeah. Yeah. For me personally, that yeah, is. I, th- I think Pro Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two was the one I played the most. Most. Yeah. And like. I mean, obviously, we played it a lot. Yeah. Me and my mate Phil, we, Phil we smashed it, it yeah, to yeah, the yeah. point where there was just constantly, constantly over, rinse and repeat. And not only that, it was good that you could learn the moves. Yeah. Someone could pick it up and button bash the moves. Yeah. And they made it enough for, to be realistic, but we need it to be fun. Yes. So don't know, make them fall over like all yeah. the time. They, you know? yeah. it, was, it was generous. They took the fine line of like, here's the skating. Yeah, and let's mix it with a bit of arcadey sort of. Yeah, they didn't let the simulation Should, get in the way of a good time. Yeah, you can't do a kickflip there or or whatever. And I just thought it's pretty much my favourite soundtrack on Man, any. I was going to say if you weren't going to mention the like, soundtrack or, or Blood Brothers when it, like Papa Roach when you're coming down that half like on that in that like, warehouse that Mill and Colin. Yeah, all that that. The soundtracks of those games, one and two especially, basically formed my entire taste in music. I think, like, they <laughs> were really reason, like, yeah. I, reason why I was into rock, into metal, like the deconstruction hammered. festival and all of that sort of. Yeah, it was phenomenal. I mean, the soundtrack was banging. It was absolutely amazing. It like, got me into skating. I bought a board to walk around because I was shit. <laughs> <laughs> I liked, I liked the, the the sitting around the skate rads, the doing the. But like I was shit at skating, but it, that game made me want to do it. And not only that, it uh, before it skating was a bit of a oh you're a skater. And then Tony Hawk's like oh Tony Hawk's man, mm-hmm, yeah. you, mm-hmm. you got a bit of like leeway. It wasn't so. There's a great. Oh, look at that dickhead with a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great board game you'd like, uh, Skate Summer. Yeah, Pandasaurus, very much. Still inspired. Play it. By little that. plug there. It's oh, very, very good. Such a good game. Very I think good. That, Just one episode, Wayne. Check it out on Board Story. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We've got a YouTube, we've got a board short video on YouTube. Yeah, we've got YouTube video. YouTube review. I don't know if we've noticed or mentioned that before. <laughs> yeah, <you go. laughs> little, little plug there. Uh, well, no, I think that's a great pick, mate. It was a cracking game. A phenomenal soundtrack. Great fun. 
Um, was it ever uh, multiplayer? Yes. Yeah. Well, it was. It was two players. You split screen it. That's right. It was split screen. Yeah. Okay. There was like an era of games like that. There was like SSX. Yeah. And that sort of stuff. The SSX, right, yeah. Same the sort of vibe. They they did it good because they made it fun as well. Like yeah. you just hammer it and you're doing all of this stuff. You don't want to be. What was the one before? It was like a. Cool borders. Cool borders. borders. Yeah. yeah, that it was a good, good game. It was, was, it was like good. But there was uh, I, I preferred. SSX like two and tricky, but nice. they they were two, weren't they? That was PS2. Yeah. Tricky was PlayStation yeah, Cool, cool Borders. Was it Cool Borders? Cool borders. Really and then I believe N64 cool had Snowboarding 1080. 1080. Yeah. yeah. But, so um, they're all like when they when they do that fine line of arcade fun, and you have the theme. Yeah. And pretty much everything took it from after. That's that's the way mm. those sort of games go now. Yeah, it was great. Good pick. Nice. Good pick, sir. Right, now we'll go to number two, yeah? Number two. Number two. two. Simon. I think this is probably going to be my unique pick of all of them. Oh, okay. You know I like it, Anne. I don't know know if I've ever discussed it with the other two. And it's a game that blows my mind that has never been done in the same way since. It's it's the Roll Cage one. It's actually one and two together, but let's say Roll Cage two for... Yeah, yeah, okay. It's... It is... I mean, it's so close to being my top pick, but... Just my face is completely blank. I don't know I, what you're talking about. <laughs> Roll, Roll Cage is a futuristic racing game. Oh, is that game. the game? Yeah. Mm. Oh, no, right? I've yeah. never heard of that. Yeah. Uh, you play. You race in these enormous cars where the wheels are bigger than the chassis. <laughs> right. So you can flip over and carry on going. Sorry. Much like the oh, RC Turbo shit. type. Yeah, I I'm getting a little flash of nostalgia. I don't. I'm just. Uh, I think I'm just getting Carmageddon. <laughs> like, no. is, it, is it that sort of like battle racing, or is it? it... It's got weapons in it. Yeah. Um. It's it's more about the racing than the fighting, though. Mm. Although I think the second one had a couple of other, like a Rocket League. I was going to say it was, a, can, it was like, free Rocket League before it was Rocket League, or, wasn't it? Yeah. You're going to smash the some rocky football around mm. an arena, but yeah, for me, largely about the racing. So you're in. These crazy environments with these huge tracks. But as I say, the, the key point for me was that these cars, the wheels were enormous mm. and in, it had small cutscenes. That's right. And they walked up to it and they were like a third of the height of the <laughs> wheels. So they sit in this, this chassis in the middle and then you, you belt off and the cars are supposedly going like hundreds of miles an hour. Mm. But what made it unique for me at least, and I'm sh- it must be in other games, but nothing of of this ill that I've ever seen. They made it with loads and loads of tunnels. And as long as you're going fast enough, you can just slowly drift all the way around on the ceiling. Mm. And sometimes the camera would flip so you see it the right way up. And other times you're just driving and you're on the top. Mm. And then there's things, there's like power-ups, a bit like Mario Kart. You can pick up various weapons and so on. Most of them were just speed boosts and you'd hit the triggers and you'd like suddenly get smashed into the back of your seat like the <laughs> nice. nos- like hitting nitrous. You go flying off huge, huge jumps. There was missiles that you could target players, a bit like the, the shells. But then in the second one, I don't think it was in the first, certainly in the second though, they added loads of scenery that you could then target with those missiles. Mm. And I know and late, much later on there was, was it Split Second that you played split a lot with? Split Second was amazing, yeah. And you can basically destroy the scenery as you race past it. So if you've got a homing missile and you're just in the lead, you target this tower that you're driving past, fire off your rocket and then belt past and you've taken out the support beam and the building comes crashing down on everyone behind nice. you. Nice, that's cool as fuck. And it was, 
it was so cool. It totally blew it's my mind. It was ahead of time, wasn't it, as well? But the thing was, I've people were it. playing um, uh, Crash Bandicoot Racing in Mario Kart at the time, so it just went under the radar, really, and didn't I it? I think a lot of people as well were playing Wipeout, which no one's mentioned yet. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to be... It was going to be an honorable mention, yeah. Wipeout was great. Um, yeah. I never really got on with Wipeout, but this... Really? Me, Rob- it made me a bit... Ugh. After a while, a bit. Oh, 2097 is one of the best. Yeah, ever great well, yeah, again, it, it stood out on a number of lists that I looked at when people were recounting their, their top tens or whatever. But for me, Roll Cage and Roll Cage 2 were it. Absolutely banging soundtracks. Mm. You know, I'm much more of a rock guy than anything else. But Was this, it a British studio that did it? I, I can't remember. It was... Wait, was this the one that might have been with uh, Psygnosis and ATD? Okay. Uh, which were, yeah, some some British development in there. Um, but yeah, the soundtrack including like Junkie XL and Fatboy mm. Slim, and you're just some of the environments are so cool. You're just like, oh, I want to go here on holiday, like tropical islands, but they'd almost be floating. Yeah, so you'd have to like smash off this enormous launch ramp, and then you'd just be sailing. And it felt <laughs> like there's a really good weight to the car. You're like, I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna make it, and then you'd slightly land off track, and you just tumble. So yeah. a bit like the RC cars, mm. and then you'd skid to a, the right direction and just. Carry on spamming around the track. It was nice. such good fun. I played that so much. Just I couldn't remember if it was split screen or not. You could do uh, in my head. You could do a four player split screen, but I wow. think I've made that up. Because <laughs> look, I couldn't find any. I mean, we might be fooling you. Here. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't find anything. Loads of games you could, merging into you one. Certainly, yeah, right. It's only a two player split screen, top and bottom, and yeah, just the feeling of speed is almost unparalleled for a racing game. I've never. I mean, as I say, Wipeout was generally people's top pick for this kind of thing futuristic racer for me it was roll cage you just you feel like you're pinned to the back of your seat with the, mm. the pace of it and yeah it just all fit together the soundtrack like heavy drum and bass that i'm not particularly into but genuinely i was sat listening went with to the game the, though didn't it totally went with the game just pure adrenaline it was kind of approaching that uh matrix era you know you got mm. that yeah 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 they're really the like 90s techno sort of thing yeah, yeah mm. like that heavy like high pace electronica it's just Oh, it all fit together so well. And I'm so disappointed that almost no one knows it. You know? no, That's what I'm saying. It's two, like two, went two under the radar, which is shame. at the table here like, you guys are missing out. Sounds great, though. It does sound good. <laughs> it's such good, good fun. Mm. Maybe, maybe, good, maybe do a remake fun. or something. But there's awesome. one guy who's listed to it who's absolutely marked it. I hope so. He fucking said it! He's got it tattooed on his arm. my boy. From what I can make out, there's almost like a homebrew redevelopment of it which came out as something like grip future racing but it was a pc only title i don't not something i've ever found but yeah it's such a great idea that mm. for me it was, it was kind of took ideas as i say of mario kart crash team racing so on but just made it a whole nother level yeah because again it's in that era where all those games were released wasn't it so it's like oh another racing game yeah. it's like oh. yeah it, it got lost in the source for sure mm. but i remember putting that game disc in my cd player because it was a cd play, yeah it would play music Let's wouldn't it this is the soundtrack listen is to Cowboy slim whatever else like, yeah this is, this is really cool another another nice little touch from playstation yeah so yeah, not only did you get a game you got the soundtrack as well yep. nice man why can't they do that now man that'd be awesome it wasn't always the case they didn't always embed it as standalone music tracks so there's no. something like oh i wish i could listen to this <laughs> <laughs> good shout so nice unique pick there uh games master my number, number two, two. It's it's time now for for Tekken three. Here, 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 here comes the debate. Here we go. It's, it's time for Tekken. Yeah, yeah. It's okay to be wrong, Ant. Tekken no, no, it's fine. No, 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 I don't mind taking. I mean, it. He's not wrong. He did say that 
there's no Tekken three without Tekken two, but correct. Generally, how sequential. No, I, no I'm kidding. Of course, Tekken three is just is the finest beat em up for me that I've ever played. Right, it's, it's the one I played the most, and I poured fucking hours mm. of my time into Tekken three. It was that I kind mean, of game. I, well, the Tekken Tekken one and Tekken two up until Tekken three, I, I, I hammered a lot of Tekken. To be fair. And second three for me, it just perfected everything that I loved about the first two games. So that whole 3D movement back and forth was amazing. So double tapping up and, and mm. double tapping down to sort of move sideways around and sidestep around your opponents was phenomenal. That was great. The ten hit combos were just like accessible enough to be able to learn, um, and uh, you know, little juggle moves to keep people in the air uh, was great. The roster was phenomenal, mm. like really varied, uh, great. A mix of different styles and they all felt very different and as you said very yeah. colourful over the top you know super stupid storyline but it made the whole production really you know oh, make it over the top which was really really cool some of the um, attention to detail in some of the move sets that replicated real life yeah like, exactly oh. they nailed it yeah like, they it's, absolutely it's not just the kung fu guy like no, there's a taekwondo guy and there's a Hawaiian um, yeah the capoeira Kung and and Shotokan Karate. The Bagwan, yeah, the Karate with Paul and Ex- Lei Wu Long and Marshall Lee doing yes. his kind of Bruce Lee type thing. It was just absolutely phenomenal. I mean, I they the other thing that I loved about Tekken 3 was it came with this weird side-scrolling Streets of Rage t- style mode. That's right, oh. yes. That's right. Second force. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's right. I totally forgot about that. It was fucking incredible. Chicken. You'd go and walk out. I remember that. And you'd like, like, get some health and like, just get a random voiceover. Chicken. Chicken. It's incredible. And yeah, it was, and I love Streets of Rage anyway. We've talked Mm, about this. Yeah, yeah. um, Yeah, and having that in Tekken for me it was just like oh my god wasn't there a volleyball as well yeah yeah as yeah. well yeah it had like a couple of weird extra modes which were like fucking great and like really well implemented mm. considering they were just sort of second thoughts you just blow my mind mentioning the volleyball game my god mm. but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but Chris will tell you like if there was a competitive scene around the time when I was like playing this a lot I reckon I would have done pretty fucking well really right the reason Soul Calib or Soul Soul Blade is five on mine is because I had to admit at fifteen that he was just better. I mean, <laughs> far better. And you don't when you're that you again, I'll give you beatdowns. I'll I'll kick you. No, I mean even. I know like, oh, I'm going to get screwed. No, I'll go right. Fuck it. I'm going to go Eddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, boom, boom, puny god. Yeah. Like, just fuck <laughs> I, know the, I know the feeling, like, oh, I, I, I've learned the moveset. I'm going to do a right hit. No, no, can't land a single move I know. Button bash. No, that's Paul, not working either. Being Paul, you just couldn't get near He's him. my favourite character. Paul, yeah, Paul Phoenix is my favourite yeah. No way. I He's still take you out. I still like, like I said, like, like the screams of waking up of him just running at me. Like I'm not dead, and then he just stomps <laughs> on my head. Yeah, he's, he's, like, he's a beast, mate. Oh, I seriously, I would. Um, there was a point where uh, I'd gone round a mate's house, a different bunch of mates, and like there one guy that had come along, and apparently he was like super hot at Tekken, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you're gonna play Wayne." Like, Wayne yeah, Wayne's quite good at Tekken. I was like, "Yeah, let's see what he's got." I fucking creamed him. <laughs> <laughs> Even close. <laughs> I was like a ten hit combos, flawless victory. You know, doing like pulls like sweep into his massive elbow strike and then sprint across and stamp on his head and as he gets up, initiate a ten hit combo. He just didn't he's just looking at me like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I I was a machine. Could do it on cue, on demand. On demand every mate. time. 
without a fail. Just I put just, money down. I just couldn't get close to it, but it was just like. But I had I had that on. down with Paul Phoenix. I had it down with Martial Law. Nice. I had it down with Warang. I ended King. up doing Kings uh, throw combos, which are like seven throws in a row. Which if you grabbed someone as the first move. That was it. It's over. It's over. Yeah. You just throw them until they die. It I was, was just constantly stupid. trying to get the big swing because it's hilarious. The big swing is amazing. That's why I like Claudio Castagnoli. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was just such a great game. And the extra weird modes just brought it another level above. I mean, what a fucking excellent game, mate. I mean, mm. it's the pinnacle of Tekken for me. It's just, it's, yeah. they've been beaten. It's the pinnacle of beat-em-ups for me as well. It's just brilliant. Absolutely superb. Tekken nice. Three. It it was a it was a good package though, honestly. But yeah, Tekken three I loved. I did love tag. That was number two. PlayStation two. Yeah, yeah. it's it's that's when that's when bowling came into the game. Yeah, (laughs) Tekken bowling. Tekken three sold uh, over eight million copies and is the fifth best selling PlayStation game. Wow, which is phenomenal. You can see why that it was so high quality, so good. Mm. Yeah, the quality of it. Those FMVs like for each character after each one was just. Yeah. yeah, it was super, like really, really brilliant. Um, great game. Never really enjoyed it as much since then. Tekken Four, Tekken Five. Like, I played them, played them online, and then after that, I was like, "This is not yeah." The I same. mentioned on the PlayStation Two episode that Four was the last one I played. I, yeah. I mean, I, I recently played Seven, and they've changed it too much. To like, this isn't the old. Ste- this isn't the old Tekken anymore. At nah, one point, they it. changed how you did the throws, and it just you got a meter so block now where you can come back in an instant kill, and it's just totally it's not Tekken not. the same. Yeah. They overcomplicated it as they did with the, the rest of the game. Things, mm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But a good pick, sir. Thank you. And re- re- whoever else picked second. Sorry, Chris. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number two it was your number three. So, well, I'm um, not much to say. My number two is Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Um, sorry, mate. Both what my game? number one and number two are games where I. So, Metal Gear was essentially was going to be my number one. I swapped it over at the very last minute. But number one, and number two are essentially games where I felt like I was playing a movie. Yeah, this it is the reason why. Experience. Yeah, yeah, you were talking about how the PlayStation was the game you were playing as a one player. Yeah, and these were the games that immersed me into this story. This mm. that felt like a movie. So with with Metal Gear again, boss battles, the graphics, the uh, the first time you knocked on the wall and someone went, huh? Yeah, what was that? <laughs> it was just revolutionary for the yeah. time. Um, I, I can't really say an awful lot about it because you've you've pretty much said everything. But what a game, though! What a game, and it still tests the time of it. I've read everything as well. Saying it's a cinematic experience is a great way of summing mm. that up because it really, it was, really wasn't was. It? Everything from the voiceover to the atmosphere to the sounds to the production and implementation, it felt like a real multimedia experience it was like gaming at the highest level yes like real real fucking good mm. yeah yeah so very short and quick Metal Gear there'll be number more. two there'll be more number two well my number two is someone's first day at work and it is Resident Evil <gasps> 2 2 Resident nice Evil. Leon Kennedy's first day at yeah. work like, yeah so joining him on his first day it was nice day. how 2 was Resident Evil 2 nice yeah. touch Nice. <laughs> uh, it's only because obviously one being one like two this was a lot i played number one a lot i didn't play the i i had the director's cut mainly for that one which is a different game entirely different, yeah different game and i i ended up going back to play number one and i i remember once it come out that demo bit of trying to get into the city but like that bit in the gun shop mm. and uh, they're all Hey, you, what are you doing here? Oh, I literally just... Oh, so <laughs> Don't excited. shoot, I'm human! 
so excited for it and just seeing so many zombies and the chaos. Yes, looked, and they smashed it, through, didn't they? Yeah, it looked like it wasn't just one one of them. They were like, oh my God, there is actual terror here. And it's like working through it. The puzzles were great. That mm. They were hard. Mm. They were thinky. And at the same time, it was a long game, but a really short game, if you know what I mean. It felt... Yeah. It felt long the first time you played it, but then when you knew it, but that's why you got the two discs for each character, one per character, wasn't it? Yeah, but then I was trying to always, I could never get, I could never get tofu, which was <laughs> yes, <laughs> your younger brother, your younger yeah, brother who yeah. was even better. Like he he got it, or is it like, was it the really hard one, two under two hours? Yeah, one save. That's right. Fucking ridiculous. Wait, you could play the whole game in under two hours. Yeah, scenario yeah. A yeah. in under two hours, one save. Yeah. Scenario B under two hours, one save. That got you to- tofu. Hank, I think there was completely in a longer time with more saves, and he was the swap guy. Yeah, I was. And if you, and if you got gra- a certain grade, you would I, get unlimited rocket launcher or something, yes. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I never played that game enough, and I'll tell you why. Little secret. It scared the shit out of me. Like, those <laughs> games were fucking terrible. It did, it did a fantastic job. And that, I think part of it was because it was so goddamn clunky in its design. Yeah, like, everything Control, camera angle, it was, everything. It was like tank controls. You yeah. rotated you, the character. You, you right? knew that that was Resident Evil. So yeah. it's not like you were, you'd already done like Resident Evil 1. So you knew what you were sort of, yeah, not see, being able to see what you're shooting. Like, just go, you're just waiting for the drop. Please drop, drop. And it's like, doom. Like, oh, I didn't have the history with it, so to me, it was always I was always fighting the gameplay. I, could, yeah, again, the, it's another one. I said earlier, there's games on here that I really appreciate what it was doing in its scope, but the execution for me was like I can't, I can't the, play it. I love Resident Evil as a concept. Yeah, um, I love Final Fantasy as a concept, but I won't play the games. Yeah, the, the tank implementation of the characters was like always fucking wacky, and the forced yeah, yeah. perspective. Yes, was. For- Great for the tension and the horror, but yeah, it had to. Oh my god, it made the game a shit to play. In order to create the atmosphere, it had to do that forced perspective. Yeah, force you into a well, you don't know it's coming from here because you know the, the camera's the terror, yeah, 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 exactly. The yeah. terror of having was it Mister X when you see the FMV comes and he drops and you're like, well, that's near me. <laughs> that can't be good. <laughs> and then you come around the corner and then there's this this thing that's like ten foot tall. And you're like, oh, I don't have enough ammo for this. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like the, the terror of just, because you never had enough ammo. It was a survival Or never horror, enough right? life. Yeah. And just the sound of being in a save room. Like, <laughs> you're like, oh, oh my God, I'm just going to stay here and lie down and cry. <laughs> where's, where's the ink ribbon? <laughs> was it the first survival horror that, or Resident the, Evil innovated the survival yeah. horror game because I know Silent Hill was around the same it was after, that was yeah. afterwards yeah. yeah yeah Resident Evil innovated that whole I do believe that um, Japan, right? I do yeah. believe Alone in the Dark was before Resident Evil oh, was, it really? was it which was the PC stuff which sort of innovated survival horror but okay. Resident Evil did it on justice consoles, afterwards yeah, yeah yeah at least on but, consoles yeah. yeah I liked having playing with Jill playing with Leon having the two things Claire, and then, oh, Claire yeah Claire, Claire sorry yeah, Claire and then you, like, you, you go oh I was here earlier and you can see little bits and you're like... It was well ahead of its time because if you left a shotgun in a certain safe room, yeah. when you play Claire, it's still there. Yeah. That's so when cool. they did it with the remake, that completely went... Oh, it's I all did. gone now. Oh. It's like you 
you just essentially play the game twice all the way through. You might get a couple of different bosses, yeah. but they never really implemented that in the remake. And I felt it was one of the downfalls. Of the, it's a fantastic remake, don't get me wrong, but the fact that they didn't put that mechanic in it, I just felt like, well, what's the point of having I mean, the two characters That in? was good. It's the same with like the Will Smith zombie, Copper. You know, the yes, like, yeah. you leave him, <laughs> and then like when you come back later, he's walking around. Just go! <laughs> <laughs> That, that was one of those it's another cinematic experience isn't it yeah. like Resident Evil 1 and 2 they were the games that I sat and watched so yeah. I'd always be either with you or with my brother watching it and I and I I would enjoy it from that perspective mm. a fucking lot I'd be sitting there going whoa <laughs> ama- amazing games and what was it Will Birkin at the end Birkin like yeah. the, oh, the terror of just that claw that massive eyeball for a shoulder. Yeah. Uh, like they done it. They done it great. The grotesque design work was incredible. Wait, was that Leon Kennedy's first day? First day, day at the... work. Yeah, hey, you mate. couldn't ask for a shit. How, yeah. how was work, Leon? Mate, it was shit. <laughs> it was bad. Do you remember the first time you encountered the crocodile boss? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> yes, giant crocodile, mate. Yeah. Terrifying. Absolutely. Wait. Yeah, was it called Biohazard in Japan? That's right. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so, what it's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's always been called. But yeah, so these games, um, just phenomenal. Again, great cutscenes. It's always been like sort of mocked for the voiceovers, but they're of the time. No, <laughs> I mean, Resident Evil One, one deserves terrible. to be yeah, mocked. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Pretty much the, the worst translation. This whole town is infested with zombies. Open yeah. that door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's super janky. But Resident Evil 2 was way smoother. Is it the first one that had the master lock picker line in it? No. Yes. Uh, yes. Jill, the master of lock pickers, you better take this with you. <laughs> yeah, I like 3. Hey, Jill, here's a lock pick. 3 you was so short. Like Nemesis, I just found Nemesis. it was so short. I liked it and the, I enjoyed it. The Nemesis but chasing two, you around was terrifying. Yeah, like that's that Resi 3. That was the first it? time yeah, that I got through a door and I thought, I'm safe, and he come busting through. And you're See, like, I never felt that fuck? was worthy of the title Resident Evil 3. It just felt like 2.5. It, 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 yeah. it was like a. Here's a and Code Veronica should have been Resident Evil 3. I think too. Uh, Veronica. If I was going to pick one of the Resident, even Resident Evil games, I'd agree with you. Resident Evil 2 for sure. Yeah, yeah. Two. Yeah. It was just. Yeah, it was. And it looked great. And I just remember. Or is it reading PlayStation magazine and you're going, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. You look at it, it's 96%. You're like, oh. oh did, you, did you ever remember the, uh, the the TV advert for that game? And it was filmed like in a police, uh, police station. There was someone no. dressed as Leon Kennedy. Oh. It might have, you can watch it on YouTube if you want, but it was actually directed by George A. Romero. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll have Clip to watch 30 that. Clip 30-second thing. It's brilliant. I'll watch that. Yeah, do That's it. Great. Good shout, sir. Simon, bring it home with number one. It's number one. Here we go, sir. Raising number one PlayStation game of all time. comes on. You run down towards the steps. You kickflip. And you're grinding that rail yeah, all the way really. down. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater nice. 2. Yeah. Nice. Crossover nice. with Chris. It's, yeah. it's, you say PlayStation, I think Tony Hawk's. No, no shadow of a doubt. It so why? Just... what was the difference between 1 and 2 then? What one? It was just um, not as much to do. Okay, and they just they just like it was, you had high scores, medium scores, ultra holes scores on number two. So you like SmackDown, it offered more. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest, I, I don't know the first one as well. I, there was more like you, you, you could spell skate, you do a grind, S K A T, and it was all of those kick flip the table, but there wasn't as much. It was basically get your points, okay, move on. Mm. 
Two is more collectibles, more st- secrets, that sort of thing. That's what they they took it just enough for it to be great. Yeah. For it to be skating around the city without it going. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. It, it was just it was more overall in a good way as opposed to being bloated at that point. I think. Yeah. I mean, I came in at two and then went back to one. So again, it's. I think it's because I came in at two. It's the one for mm-hmm. me. Um, I mean, if we could say anything from any console, probably number three. But sure, um, yeah, of the, of the two that are on the original of course, console, yeah, yeah. Yeah. definitely number two. It had. I mean, we mentioned Skate Summer board game recently. Mm-hmm. It took so much from this particular iteration. I think it introduced the the school bells. And yeah, specifically the this particular videotapes version. and the crates to smash through. Oh. You're, you're you're spelling skates. You're finding the gaps that is to say specific you jump from this point to this point it's a, a named gap that you can do a trick over and it's bonus points and that soundtrack god damn oh, when yeah. you said earlier it just yeah it informs Amazing. your knowledge of modern music at the time it's yeah. where i found so many of my favorite bands over the years. I listened to Papa Roach today just because I, I was about to talk about Tony Hall's <laughs> nice. too. I was like, oh, yes. And I was like, oh, yes. I got to get this yes, feeling out. Yeah, so good. Yeah, you've, you've got Not so only many, that, they carried so many great tracks. They, they knew they had a great soundtrack and they go, right, we don't want to lose those. And they pretty much put them in all of the games yeah. from then on. Yeah, there were there were some bands that were repeat offenders, yeah. if you will. That they they came back with Goldfinger, yeah, Goldfinger, mm. Lagwagon, Mad Caddies, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. In latter ones, you had the classics like the Ramones and Iggy Pop. You had, yeah, you know, Public Enemy. It's where I go into hip hop in a sense. Yes, man. Yeah, uh, you know, Public Enemy doing Millen Bring Collins. the Noise. You had um, there's one called B-Boy, B-Boy Document or something like that. And it's had this really cool... Boom, boom, doom, ba, da, 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 boom. And like, if I hear that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I need to do a 180 nolly. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 like Chris, I was very much a skateboard poser in real life. <laughs> yeah. uh, retrospectively, I, I wasn't into skateboarding and then bought the games. So I'm like, no, this... Tony Hawk Pro Skater is my entry into sure skate culture. An like, interest yeah. now still in watching skateboarding. I mm. love watching skateboarding because it just blows my mind that they don't die all over <laughs> this man I mean, yeah just a skill and a half. watching someone really pull off a 900 degree spin you know no i'm gonna watch that again and again no i don't understand how are they rotating that much they're on a skateboard yes they, mate. they're not allowed to mm, it's phenomenal just yeah just and then yeah it just led on as i say into this whole interest is where i first heard of in Number three, first heard of Bam Majera. Okay. Going to Jackass after mm. that. And the yeah. Viva La Bam. Yeah. Scene. Oh, you, could be, was, you could be him in that, right? You could play as Bam Majera. There was, yeah, three. that was a whole subculture of stuff that came out of those games. Yeah. Yeah. For Bob, sure. Bob Bunquist was my... Bob Bunquist. What an absolute legend. Yeah, he was my pick. He was my character. With his, was, was it great. Bucky and Bucky with his... Bucky Lassick with his keyboard. Uh, yeah, his yeah. backpack. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was that was the other good thing. They had official skaters, obviously being all Tony Hawk's mates. They're like the first one. They were like they put a few in, and then they were all like, "Oh no, put us in. We want to be in. We want to be in it." Yeah, yeah. And they're like the amount of people that he kind of had to say no to. It was <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, I bet. I don't think they had the proper videos in until number three. Number though, three, and I mean that. As I say, that would be my absolute pick because you could just watch them actually skating for so long. But yeah, the feel of 
I think it didn't. Didn't it have a little video at the end? It might have. I think it's twenty five years ago. It wasn't. Chris. I don't. Think, I don't think it was like you know massive. But I think you could see him. They were doing like a few manuals and a and a pop ollie over the credits. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I do picture him doing the jump over the like the top of the gas holders. So it was one of those games that you never felt like. Some games you feel like I want to see the end credits, but this you're just like, oh, it's done. Start again. It was imminently playable. You went mm. over and over again, just like because it's just like a two minute skate session. Mm. And a real addiction. To do the high score, yeah, real cra- like, addictive right, quality. Two minutes and another two minutes and another two minutes and another two the, minutes. The game changer in this one though was the the carry the manual. So once your time run out, you could carry on manually, <laughs> yeah. grinding, carry on doing the flips. And it will just keep counting up the score until you land it. Yeah. And then it will... So you could absolutely smash high scores, mm. which it didn't allow you to do in the first one once at the time was ah, up. Okay. You were pretty much done. Yeah. And then in number three, they introduced the revert. As you landed off a vertical trick, you could revert into a manual. Mm. And then after four, it just got into like, what nonsense is yeah, this? Yeah, it just like got... The, the bottom combos is like, again, you're back into some weird hand contours. <laughs> <laughs> So does, does the franchise doing. still continue today? They redid one and two. I remember the last one ago. I saw was on the 360, and you could actually get the skateboard and actually do. It was like, oh, a, do you remember? It's like the a peripheral actual sort of peripheral, thing. Yeah, um, do you remember no, Skate Three? I think it was. Oh, no, uh, Skate started to take over, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah Skate, yeah, skate came and they were, in, and that they was more, were more of a, realism, more realistic, yeah. and it was. It, it, they were good for skating. It just yeah. didn't have that. Not the fun fact. Didn't have the arcade. Yeah, the yeah, arcade yeah. fun. We, yeah. You got to get the balance between the two. For yeah, me. you that's, really that's do. My kind of like how I. That that happy place. Happy yeah. place. Yeah, like, mate. yeah, I think after the numbered ones, they went into American Wasteland and Tony Hawk's Underground. I think yes. they've done one within the last five years on a more recent console, but I ain't up to date, dude. I'm, I'm a I'm a nineties guy. No, it's fine. <laughs> Mind you, the soundtrack will be all different now. We all up to date shit. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe interested to look. Actually, I'll, I'll have a look into that. But nice. I expect it's probably not entirely my scene in terms that of music cool anymore. Good shout. But yeah, I, I, I play it all great day, pick. every day, even yeah, now. It's a great pick. Nice games master number one. My number one would be no surprise to anyone that knows me even vaguely is Final Fantasy Seven. There we go. Uh, Final Fantasy Seven is for me the the greatest game uh, of all time, the greatest game I've ever played. Um, in terms of, and there's a few reasons why I say that, and this is very, from a very personal perspective. Uh, this game was it's the story of a guy who the, the whole theme of the game is about identity in some way or other, and it was very much. Um, it spoke to me in that time growing up as a teenager, 13, 14, about you know, learning about who you are, right? That's what that time is and your personality and who you want to be in this world, etc. And this whole game really spoke to me around that. It had great themes of environmentalism, which also really spoke to me and still do. And which you don't, which actually, when you think back, it was actually hugely revolutionary. I mean, this game, and can you imagine re- releasing this these days, started with you playing as a terrorist uh, an environmental terrorist deliberately going to blow up uh, a power a power reactor like that is like some revolutionary stuff um, at the time. It dealt with really strong adult themes of the, of, of mental illness. Um, it had a very sort of adult uh, sort of love triangle um, type thing going on, 
which is uh, phenomenal. The storyline was multifaceted um, and very interesting, and it, it brought one of the most iconic villains of all time uh, with Sephiroth, who is a, oh, meme, yes. a meme unto himself. Sephiroth. Exactly. Yeah, so uh, all that. So uh, as sung in the style of a pub singer. Uh, but yeah, an iconic villain who. And in the storyline and in the production of the game, they did a, a, a great way of introducing that villain by never showing him. That's how you make something scary, right? You, like the Steven Spielberg effect. Oh, yeah. The unknown right? is far the more unknown. scary. Because you, ne- you, you make just up see, everything. You see the result of him being somewhere, but you never fucking see him. Mm. And every time you get a hint that he might be there, you shit your pants. Or there's like a trail of blood. And you're like, oh, fuck, this is him. It turns out to be something else. You're like, oh, oh thank fuck. Uh, it just amazing. Um, it had um, a great scene in it, which wasn't replicated uh, properly in the remake, and it makes me annoyed. Uh, it was the trail of blood scene, which is the most one of the most terrifying scenes I've ever played in video games, where you basically wake up in a prison cell after being caught by the Shinra Corporation, who capture you for your terrorist acts, and they throw you in fucking like, prison in their in their corporate headquarters. You wake up and everyone is fucking dead. Like, everyone is dead. Your cells are open. The lights are flickering. You walk out and it's just a long-ass trail of blood. And it is terrifying. You walk out and you go into, like, this lab area and you're looking into, like, a, like this lab fucking machine. You see this horrible, eldritch-looking horror beast thing. And then that's a whole other mystery. And that's totally disgusting and freaky. Um, so yeah, all of this stuff together. I mean, this, uh, I'm talking a lot about the story and the themes because that's what sung to me about yeah, it, yeah, and that's yeah, what absolutely. sings to me about those games. Uh, the mechanisms were fine; like it had you know, great turn-based combat. I like the turn-based combat stuff, but that's less to me than the implementation of the storyline and how it affected me personally uh, as a guy growing up. Um, as well as that, the soundtrack is phenomenal. Another Nobuo Matsu classic. Uh, you know songs that people just know if you played games you'll know these tracks like and you know how you talked about opening cinematics mm-hmm. um again with final fantasy 8 the opening cinematic for final fantasy 7 was absolutely revolution revolutionary it was incredible it starts with this sort of close-up of Aerith, the flower girl and like these tiny little piano notes and then the camera pulls back as the music crescendos and then you get this you know the splash of Final Fantasy VII on the tree or on the screen, and you hear like a train in the background, and the the, Zamra, the camera pans around again, and then zooms back into the train that you just heard like, in your speaker, and then you know, your guys jump off the train, and you're immediately in the action. I mean, for me, that was like gripping, mm, completely yeah. gripping. I mean, <clears throat> phenomenal. I've been sucked in from moment one. The sound, the visuals, the FMV, the camera work. I mean, like it blew my little tiny mind <laughs> to pieces. Um, just uh, a spectacular production uh, with a beautiful storyline, uh, a really touching one that touched on, on, on a bunch of important and interesting themes. And um, yeah, it is still with me to this day. I love that game very dearly. It's dear to my heart. Um, and it came, uh, it sold phenomenally and Sony, I think, pumped millions into the marketing of it. It's another one that had an enormous cultural impact. Which Huge now, cultural well, impact. Talking 25 years later, it's still talked about with such heart like you are. 
Absolutely, and it's and for good reason, I, I think, and, and deservedly so. Uh, is it the best Final Fantasy? I mean, that's very much the subjective thing. For me, it is for all of those personal I reasons. Heard nine was really good. Nine is amazing. It's a it's a it's a great one. But I was it's, hoping to pick a number that wasn't so good. Uh, nine is great. I'm sorry, man. That's a good one. <laughs> I know I know very six, little about Final Fantasy. Six is great it's six. A, but it's the it's the it's, it's the, the series PS1. I appreciate from a distance. Go. I know that this is probably great, but at the time that they were popular, and I think with more recent ones, they've changed it slightly, but. Mm-hmm. I wanted action games, and you're telling me I've got to line up, and oh, it's my go to have a hit, and then it's your. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's that's what I mean. That's awful. It's yeah. your turn. It's my turn. It's I was wondering if you to trigger that. It's, it's <laughs> me. It, 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 it's it's the word I can't. I know he loves it to the point, and it's the complete opposite to me. Mm. Like listening to it, I go, oh, that sounds really good. Mm. I know what it is, and I'm like, no, it's not for me. But mm. it, like the way he explains it and everything, the videos are great. Yeah. Yeah, I would, if you made the entire thing into one, even using the computer graphics, I would watch it as a movie. Yeah, there, yeah. there, there is a movie, isn't there? And that was there, awesome. There's been a couple yeah, yeah. of movies, and I thought yeah, they were great. great. But yeah, as a game, I just never gelled with it. Was it was too but... slow, and I couldn't do the... Was it the, there was a lot of inventory mm. and like that yeah sort there's of, a lot of admin to the game right and it's if you're not of the mindset that you want to do a bit of admin you won't like it and a lot of people didn't because they were a lot of people were sucked in by the game because the marketing right mm-hmm. and that, that, if you like on YouTube as well you can find like the original trailer for the game and it's like it's literally like a, a movie voiceover it's like have you ever wanted to see you know a, a, a movie with love and with betrayal and with this that and the other Oh wait! It's not a movie; it's a game on the PlayStation, and like it's that—that's the advert, nice. and it's incredible. Like, and it, I was like, "Oh, that's so good!" But I think a lot of people saw that, played it, and went, "This is a role-playing game. That's turn-based. This is bullshit." <laughs> so I think that's a lot of people probably felt yeah. that way. But I was—I was sold on it. I like—I didn't care about that. I quite liked that process. I still like it. Um, but yeah, the the story of the game and the vibe of it is what sucked me in. And it has a whole sort of quasi-cyberpunk theme, which is still one of my favourite themes. Which is something I should absolutely love. And I fucking love the whole, <laughs> this is like Overcity and the Underworld. and how Which is like, quite a big thing now, isn't it? It's yeah, exactly. Theme. This was back in 97. Mm. So like you've got like the people on top of the city that are wealthy and you've got the power corporation sucking the life out of the planet and literally polluting the people down below under the city who have fuck all they have nothing they're just like scavenging and they're trying to stay alive and so you know and you and as you start as an eco-terrorist you've got to sneak your way up to the upper plate in order to bomb the reactors and it's just brilliant it's just kind of metropolis yes if you're familiar with that and and in no bad way i think i mean metropolis stands the test of time it was was the all-time great three discs so this game had so much full motion pre-rendered video it needed that amount of disc space mm. uh, in order to, to do as well as the soundtrack as well the third disc had basically nothing on it except the end uh cinematic <laughs> right oh wow yeah, really it had almost nothing on it it like had some of the stuff that was already loaded from like the world and then the vast bulk of it there was no new gameplay there was the final dungeon and the cinematic at the end because it was like a fucking five minute cinematic course, with like yeah, stereo yeah. and you can't do that without you know having a whole disc um, but yeah three discs you're right after the first disc it has the greatest uh, I suppose plot twist slash shocking character death in, in video game history Aerith death spoilers <gasps> oh, that's the girl wasn't it yeah. Yeah, yeah everyone knows about that and literally you have one of your characters that you've been playing as and putting time into and levelling up oh yeah she's dead now 
we're not even a third into the game. You can't use her anymore. She's just fucking dead. That's it. And you're like, can you save her? Nope. No way, just, no way. No, she's just dead, mate. And there's when you read into it, it was the developer's way of dealing with the loss of his mother was like that, and he wanted to show people that loss is loss, and you have to grieve, and you have to carry on. And that implementation of the game, I think, is a beautiful thing. And when you know about the story behind it, I think it's it's wonderful that it's there like that. And if you could save her, it would sort of tarnish the meaning behind what they were trying to achieve with that symbol yeah. but yeah wonderful game one of my, my favorite game ever mate that is just a beautiful pick i mean this is why i love doing these top fives i mean i may have known you guys for years but i i love how i hear people's interpretation of how they see these games and mm. how they played them and how they see, view it differently because for me i didn't see any of that this was my initial first rpg i ever played mm-hmm. to be honest mm-hmm. and, and a japanese one if that um but where you saw that, this is why I love hearing. I kind of thrive, and I love mm. hearing people's reactions to it. And mate, that's amazing. I was pretty sure fantastic. Was your number Thank one. You. I was interested to hear what you'd pick out as the things. Yeah. So th- there's so much to it that I could talk. I could talk about it for hours. Um, but it's yeah, it's a phenomenal game, and it's uh, yeah something I still love now. I love the, the remake was great. You, didn't you buy a PS4 just to play it? Just to play the re- <laughs> yep. Just play the remake. <laughs> Um, yeah, or PS5 um, just because I know the next one's going to be on PS5. One. The fact that yeah. they split into two parts and it's three parts, a, isn't it? Three parts. The, the fact that it's on a three disc, remember? Separate All right, console. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be, it's three parts. It's going to be three com- complete games as well. I mean, and, yeah, I'm all about it. I mean, You're going to fork out 60 quid for part three just for an ending. Yeah. Just like the original, it would be one dungeon and a cinematic. I'll be like, that's worth, it. That's more yeah. 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 worth it. Worth it. Worth every penny. Pound Best sixty-five ever. pound I've ever spent, plus whatever the five hundred like, pound oh the PS Five. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find some information on the marketing, but um, it, big, it, it just shit tons of money was spent on the marketing, mate. And it was, uh, it was the, the one game you required a memory card for. Let's put it that it was way. one of the first <laughs> video games produced at a blockbuster, so triple A scale, and at the time was the most expensive video game ever developed up until then. Believe it. And the advertising campaign was unprecedented, apparently, for a video game at the time. So, uh, yeah, brilliant. But no, you talked again very quickly. You talked about when you mentioned the advertising that oh, this is you get this and this and this from a video game. Yeah, that, again, that was the advert. Well. But this is what I'm saying, is that people now just, oh, when you mentioned I play video games, oh, you play video games? Oh, it's stupid, it's kiddish. But then people don't know there's like so much more to video games. And, and back in 97? Yeah. Jesus Christ, Back in 97, that was like... There wasn't much else to do. No, mate. Yeah. <laughs> of an evening. You only had like the six... Uh, you started to just get Sky yeah. like, properly. You didn't have like... Was it you had Mo- Sky Movie? You didn't have like oh, Sky not, Movie. Not in my Nineteen. Case. Four channels, or, mate. Was it four? As many as. Many I'm not even sure I had a remote control. But yeah, I had there to get out there to, to, to do, time. was there? So you, there was His telly lot. was still black and white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Legit. Yeah. Nice. That's my number one. Uh, how about you, sir? I don't know how to fucking follow that. Go on, then. the big guns. Okay, so my number one. <sighs> Sorry, Chris. I know you picked number two, but I'm going with number one. Rapper the rapper. Resident Evil One. Resident yeah. Evil One. And I know you guys enough. don't like it or mocked it one not for for me. I like one. This, this is um this is one where it was a game changer for me. Going back to what I was saying about the open cinematic, do you remember this one when it started up with the black and white? 
the dog chasing him in the yes, forest. Yes, it was yes, all done right. with real people. Yeah, that's right. It was like a real. It was like a. It was a movie. Like, it, like a movie yeah. Exactly. And yeah. then it gets to a part where you see the house and the doors open. They're like, you know, we've we've made it to this mansion. We don't know where Barry is. He's missing. And all of oh, a sudden, fucking Barry. Mm, yeah. Then <laughs> all of a sudden, you see the cast come up and it's Resident Evil. Um, I was just hooked straight away from it. I'd never played any type of survival horror or any type of game like this before. Um, but to be in that situation where you're in this house and you need to get out and you need to find your other teammates and stuff. I was just there from day one, mm. sorting puzzles out, avoiding zombies, any other type of horrible creature that was in there. The fact that the reason why I say one's better is because you didn't know what you were expecting. Mm. With two, you did. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So again, I don't know if you ever remember every time we went to a different room, you had a door. It's mm. essentially a loading screen, but the door would open and you would never know what was next. Yeah. But with number one, like I said, it could be like from a zombie to a giant spider to a fucking humongous plant. Do you remember the the massive uh, snake boss you have at that one snake. point? Mm. The, the worst one was seeing my legs in the water, and I'm like, "What the fuck is that coming towards me?" Exactly, That's not yeah. good there, my legs. <laughs> exactly. And then it's a shark. And that that was the most terrifying. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I was in that game. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, that's towards the end, yeah. yeah. Um, Terrifying. But yeah, I just, I cannot deny, I mean, I know the dialogue is not up to standards nowadays. <laughs> You're almost a Jill sandwich. <laughs> 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 um, but, but just right. oh, edge of my seat throughout that whole game. And I remember, and again, it's very much like Alien Trilogy where other people will watch me play and be like, okay, go get this book and then go back to the piano, play the piano, and I reckon that door will open behind it. And obviously it did. So a great bit of puzzle solving in these yeah. games as well. Some really Trying obscure, to find like, that wall. Yeah. 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 Very wall abstract. Shield. That's yeah. it. The wall shield or the jewels you put on the tiger statue oh. and that would move. Really or, abstract. Um, Who designed this fucking mansion? That's like. it. The, your limitations of health, bullets, um, yeah. different types of creatures. So you're like, oh, I'm just going to get zombies now. And all of a sudden you've got these other seeker hunters that come after you and they're yes. faster than they the zombies horrible because zombies obviously were just like yeah. but these things were fast they were deadly they were ferocious just my god um, were there liquors in the first or number, number, no, two. number two number two we had they the hunters me um, <laughs> and then obviously I kind of feel bad for Resident Evil 1 now because we also we obviously have the remaster which came out Game exclusively Cube. for the GameCube at the time yeah. but now it's everywhere um, they've added things to it, which is okay. New enemies, a completely new character called Tracy Morgan, which is like this weird woman that's like a prisoner sort of thing. She's undefeatable sort of thing. But when people mention Resident Evil, they they mention her. She was never in the original. Full stop. No. This is just something they've implemented from the remaster. But because no one's ever played the original, people just completely negate that at all. Philistine. Um, but. There's there's one specific part which I've, I've I don't know if you guys have ever played one, but mm-hmm. there was a part where obviously we just walked down a hall with pictures and little stretch doors, and you just walk, you just run along, nothing comes along, then all of a sudden, smash! Yeah. These dogs the come dogs. through the window. Yes, yeah, I guarantee dogs. you, no one saw that coming. No, no, no one scared the fucking shit out. Of or opening really the front door at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, the dog comes no, barking through. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um, again, there is no Resident Evil now without Resi One. It defined the generation of horror, you know, we, we like you horror said, consoles, mate. Yeah. we've got really Silent is. Hills and we've got all these other new ones that are trying to implement trying it to, now. Actually trying to find Wesker and being a little bit yeah. worried for him, the dick. Yes, right? <laughs> yes, <mate. laughs> Absolute concern. dick. Yeah, but yeah. I, I mean, because I had the director's cut, so I never properly played. Yeah. Resident Evil was better 
the director's cut wasn't just tweaked. It was completely different. It was, yeah, you had different camera angles to play. And they were, different, they were in different places, like the, the wolf shield and the other shield. They yeah. were all in different places. Mm. And it wasn't quite as good, which is the reason why I wasn't so high up on my one. But, yeah, no, it was... But yeah, again, regarding of the the whole that whole situation, the game was like feeling like you were playing the film, a film of it. So when they announced the film was coming out originally, because he'd done the the ad for the mm-hmm. number two, George A. Romero was going to do mm-hmm. Resident Evil One as in an actual movie. Uh, so I was so fucking hyped up when that was going to happen. Obviously, that wasn't the case in the end of the day. But good gods. Was it Paul Anderson did it in the end? Yeah, unfortunately. Did you not um, like the first Resi movie? No, no. I don't See, like any of them. I really like the first one. No. The, the sequel. I, I did were... when it came out, but now I kind of look back at it and I'm I like... I was expecting, mm. like, the games. The yeah. There's nothing. Yeah, the best, I, I the suppose... best thing I've seen is that B-movie Resident Evil on, was it Netflix? Yeah. The one where Leon's fine. just having a nap. And the I truck fucked comes. that movie, dude. That's terrible. That, it, that, yeah, but apart from that, it was the closest that I had to... Yeah, yeah, of course. Being yes. a res- it, was, it was shit being a B-movie, but mm. if they kind of give me that sort of... You should check out the, the series. Storyline. Right, There's mm. a new series. Oh, that don't. I thought it was all right. What, the one with they the... They cancelled it now, haven't they? they the one with the, the yeah. giant croc at the end. I don't know. Or Maybe. the one in the lab. Yeah, Jack Crocker at the end, yeah. 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 Oh, I thought it was right. <laughs> I, I, I thought, I like, yeah, Resident Evil 1 was amazing, mate. And I think part part of what made it terrifying was the jankiness. Mm. Like, like you said, that forced tank style movement and that forced perspective. And those horrible camera angles. You yes. just wish you could see it from you a different wish, angle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's you, what makes it terrifying. Yeah, actively awkward. Yeah, it's like <laughs> any any wrong move will fucking kill me. And this game is almost yeah. designed to make me make wrong moves. Like, I, I wanted to turn left, and somehow I've rotated right and stepped back to the previous yeah. weird isometric corridor where the zombie is. And, uh, and yeah, fuck. Like, it, it, those games terrified the shit out of me, man. I could never yeah. play them. I'd have to just watch them. Like that, yeah. that limp when you're on the red. Yeah, when you're on the red hill. I mean, don't get me wrong. So, like the ones now are still in a way terrible. I mean, I, scary, when yeah. I come out, I play them in the dark sometimes because I want I want that feel of fear. Yeah, and they still deliver at the end of the day. I you bet know. they do. Have you played the VR one? No, Apparently, less is that more is. with the older ones though. I find there's there's a lot more enemies. Da, boom, boom, boom! You're killing. Like, there's a, a lot, lot more gunfighting in the recent. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I think yeah, seven now did right. a bit more. Less is more. When it less comes is to, more. Yeah. Yeah. Number seven kind of brought that back though, didn't they? Yeah. But, um, That's what I mean, mate. Yeah. About about villains and bad guys and evil shit. It's better if you don't see it and you just get hints of it. Well, yeah, good, great pick. Yeah, Resident Evil 1 is amazing. As a franchise, fantastic. They're all yeah. pretty good games. Number two, again, is fantastic. But again, you can't have two without one. I had to pick one, dude. Sorry. Fair play. Because no, 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 they're both... Great, man. Because, well, I mean, Resident is it's in the top ten. It's not like it's, <laughs> it's a bad game. It's in there. It still would be... <laughs> Brilliant. Stop it! Don't open that don't, door. Don't open that door. <laughs> <laughs> that, just, no, what was it when he goes, uh, where's Barry? Well, I'm sorry. He's probably... <gasps> No! <laughs> no! But that zombie, when you've... Because you, you've not seen one, and he's, you see you're it chewing on someone. You're yeah, yeah. and he turns, and you're like, oh... Come on, the first time you saw that, you was like, oh, shit, what do I do? What do I do? Because yeah. I remember playing it, uh, uh, choosing Chris, and I was like, no, I don't have a gun, and I restarted it. You stop it. with the knife, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I, I was like, right, she, well, she has a gun. And you're shooting the zombie, it's like... It pop. proper cap gun <laughs> pop. I'm like, yeah, I was just like, just taking it. You're like, this is, oh my god. So aim for the head for fuck's sake. No one watched a zombie film. Anyway, uh, Resi one, my number one. Chris, Brilliant. what's your number one, sir? Uh, I don't know if I can guess Chris. I don't know. One. I think it has it well, been mentioned. It might be. I mean, Metal there's, Gear. Part, there's part of me that just thinks it's going to be. 
That's always my only solid bit. FIFA picky oh, year. FIFA 98. FIFA <laughs> World Cup. FIFA <laughs> I was like, no, he's got, uh, he's got is a FIFA, FIFA game? proper game. Oh, right? no, it, it could be. They, they could all have been football games, to be yes, fair. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. To be fair. But, like, uh, no, it is, it is Metal Gear. Nice. But uh-huh. we've added VR missions. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Absolutely anything to give me more stealth, more... Like practice and just choking. You don't know I'm there. Uh, oh, you're fucked. <laughs> Metal like, Gear Solid. I, explain the added VR mission things because I'm I'm not familiar. In in the training thing, you had these VR training things. That you, it gives you like how to do like cameras, how to do tra- how to like do a tutorial, tutorial, tutorial. Yeah, how to knock on the wall, how to choke someone out. All and then out. they ended up doing like thirty or forty practice sort of missions and they were like scenario based so get to A to B without the camera seeing you yeah so it just it just allowed you to do everything that I found fun in in Metal Gear which was being stealth and doing what I needed to do yes because that was the whole point I I never wanted to use the front door and I always wanted to find that vent that was so snide and I wanted to be as far away as possible Uh and like yeah you wouldn't know. And I, I just really wanted to do it as much as I could without being seen. Mm-hmm. And I think there was there's moments of absolute terror, like trying to find, what's her name, the sniper. When she's A up wolf, in that, is it? Yeah, when she's up in that balcony. Yeah, you're that, yeah. And you're like, oh, you're just trying to get her. And you're just, you have to go back. Isn't there like a whole love scene because Otacon fancied her or something? Yes. Or, yes, or, there, yeah. yes. Is that the case? Yeah. Yeah, and there, there was also like the, the different linear ways of doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can survive the torture, and you're like, oh, he's a strong That's right, one yes, yeah, yeah. Or you could die, and he brings you back. That's right. And then there's oh, one wow. where you you have to bring the guard in, you fake being dead, or you hide That's under right. the That's right, there was a bunch of different ways of doing the same thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. What it allowed me to do, it gave me so much choice that I felt like I could do anything. My character looked hardcore, and he was awesome. Snake was yeah. Badass, yeah. I found the story just enough for it to be really interested and mm. not too far fetched. That no, it's gone, a solid one was was enough. Was like, enough. Yeah, that yeah. was fine. Like once we got to season four, yeah. <laughs> that's what I call it because it's not a game. No, it's season four. Metal Gear is like it was all cutscenes. Just that bitch making. <laughs> I swear hey. to God, Metal Gear, like, Metal Gear Four was those. That was too much. Is that the one that was a video? Sons of Liberty, I think it was. In, like, interrupted by a short period of gameplay. That's right. It was mostly just video <laughs> cutscenes, in, you know, occasionally punctuated by gameplay. But yeah, Metal Gear Solid man, it was amazing. Was it, VR missions was that an additional disc? Or was yeah, that, no, yeah. It, so it, no, it, it, there was it another version out, of it, it came, came out. out like years after. But yeah. It was on the play, and it was it was a bit of a. It was a bit expensive for what it was. Do you remember the cover was like a grey and red picture of yes, Solid? Yes, I do remember. So this but version was like a green and black. So I remember of, playing the video. I'd asked for it hey, as a... Do you remember that? Yeah, I'd asked for it as a birthday gift because I didn't right, I want to buy it, but I wanted it. Yeah. You know, so it, it was just, well after the original release, but still well on the original it, console. Well, but it just gave you... Because I enjoyed doing those stealth missions. They were like... They were short little levels. Little mm. get from here to here quickly. Yeah. It just, yeah. Without being seen, just, or take out that guard, or do this, that, the other. Yeah, get through and this anything bed. that just allowed me for stealth and military. I love anything to do with military without ever, ever, ever wanting to be in the military. <laughs> <laughs> it does enough for me that I can enjoy anything war related. Yeah. Without ever wanting to go on it. Yeah, yes. I, love, I love that feeling of tactical accomplishment. Yeah, I, yeah. I just felt like 
And we, it was is that like, like playing Skate 2 without skating? He's like, I fucking yeah, exactly. skated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Metal yeah. Gear was the reason why I was so hyped and I just wanted to watch 24. Like, uh, it fucking love 24. Because I just felt like he is just close. And he ended up being... Like Solid Snake, right? Yeah, pretty much. Like Come on, five, man. Wasn't it? In yeah. Shadows or so, was it? But yeah, anything like he just became the real life David Hayter. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just think he's such a cool character. How weird is that? Because he actually voiced Solid yeah. Snake in Phantom Pain. That, everyone hated it, but because yeah. I was such a Jack Bauer fan, I was like... Same, bro. He, he rocks it. That's awesome. Yeah, Mel Gear Solid, mate. Legendary game. So we yeah. got two two clashes out of that. Uh, we, our no, co- three. We had crossovers. We had a... We, did you have Metal Gear Solid or no? Yes, I did, yeah. yeah so we had a three-way crossover for Metal Gear Solid. Two yeah. for Tekken 3. Tekken 3. three. We had Tony Hawk's crossover. Yeah. Tony not too Hawk's bad. Two. Yeah, yeah. Got a three, out, three out of 20 is not bad. That's not bad, mate. There's a lot of games. <laughs> which just goes to picks. tell you, yeah, the, the length and breadth of quality that the PS1 delivered, mate. Absolutely. So I'm just looking at stuff. my page full of other games I Go for it, sir. Honourable mentions. Let's do this. All right. As quickly as I can. Yeah. And as I said at the beginning, I kind of categorized mine. So Driver 2 was Drive Around Cities, the original Grand Theft also. Yeah. Nice. Although it's top-down, totally different kind of game. Yeah. And there's a game called World's Scariest Police Chasers. <laughs> which <laughs> you know, never you, knew that. You played as a cop and you chase people around cities and it was great fun. Again, just drove around miles and miles and miles. Uh, Smackdown loosely fit into, quote-unquote, sports, as did Tony Hawk. Sure. Uh, other sporty games were Dave Mirror's BMX, which is very much the BMX version of Tony Hawk. Uh, International Track and Field. Oh, yes. They don't really make that (laughs) kind of game anymore, do they? International Track and Field was I kind of feel bad that that's not on my list now because we smashed We hammered a lot of International Track and Field. Outside of like the Mario and Sonic Olympics, they don't really do that kind of multi-sport game anymore that I'm aware of. They kind of got rid of Track and Field for Olympic games now, haven't they? Mm. My X and Square, because I was like, I used a lighter. So it was was one of like your mum's like, like that. (laughs) Like my, my, uh, my, my shapes were scuffed. So that, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You had some like, (laughs) like everybody had their angle. It was like, up by the, yeah, it's the one where you hold it at a certain angle, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that was great, man. Um, beat em ups, obviously, Tekken 3 was my pick. Uh, Battle Arena to Shinden. Yes, I love that game. Mortal Kombat Trilogy was yes. on there. Yeah. Soul Blade we've mentioned. The highlight I want to pick out, though, Rival Schools United yeah. by Fate. Yes, That's Rival Schools is awesome. Oh, I'm glad you guys have heard of it, because again, it always feels like a yes. bit more of a niche pick. Uh, a bit like Tekken Tagging that you could have... And it is again like the Marvel Capcom as well, yes, which absolutely, I know, yeah. um, and you're a big fan of. So you pick a pair of fighters, mm. only ones in the fight at one time, but you can do these cool double team moves. Mm. They're mostly all high school kids, or sometimes there was the teachers involved as well, and you got these weird combos of people. So it's like a volleyball I'm surprised player. you know it, yeah. It's cr- I've still got it in <laughs> near, Shut enough, the fuck up. near enough pristine condition. It's a two-disc game. You've probably got a lot of money just sitting on your... Isn't it, man? Yeah. <laughs> CEX sell it for like 80 quid or wow. something. It's Ooh, mad. Yeah. It's, worth a, it's worth a bunch of money. Nice. Um, racing games, Colin McRae Rally. Oh, yeah. Someone had to mention it. I have a lot of... Te- yeah. Technically fantastic as a re- representation of that kind of It was a race. fucking great racing was game. Great game. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that was like always... In competition with V Rally, Colin yeah. Crayo was amazing. Yeah, V Rally. 
It was it was very technically accomplished. I, I I liked it a lot. There was demolition racer was always good for a laugh. Demolition derby, destruction derby, destruction derby, or demolition racer. Or I something. literally had one called demolition racer. Wow, but yes, there was yeah. also destruction derby. Destruction derby, derby, derby yeah. was great. Um, I had Max Power Racing, as in the magazine Max Power. No, there was a game. Yeah, so like pimped up, bright pink Ford Escort, no fucking spoilers, way. all kinds no. of nonsense. Uh, Ridge Racer Type Four yes. was just an absolute classic. It was annoying in its design to a degree, but it was an undoubtedly great game. Mm. Um, mentioned Wipeout, Sledstorm. I don't know if any of you guys oh, know that. No, like from snowmobile racing. So this is kind of a crossover with sports. Mm-hmm. You're basically ragging around these cool mountain tracks on superpowered jet, not jet skis, like snowmobiles. But you could do tricks. At, on the jumps and stuff so you boost up to a jump and you do like backflips and spin around the handlebars and sweet great great fun had again great soundtrack standout for me on that was uh rob zombies dragula oh nice yeah just absolutely love that uh combat vehicle games there's a bunch of those which again roll cage kind of touched in a little the twisted Um, metal and all that twisted metal yeah Chris, you mentioned Carmageddon earlier. Yeah, My standout in that genre was Vigilante 8. Oh, yes. Really characterful. So huge arenas of combat. Um, and you had about eight or nine individual characters. So one was like a, an old redneck in a camper van who would fire bees at you. And there's all, all kinds of weird, <laughs> weird stuff. There. It's, it's like wacky races almost. Yeah, like yeah. these proper like characterful type things. Uh, shootery type games, siphon filter. Yes, oh, that, that kind of scratched my itch good, for the, yeah. for the yeah. sneaky, yeah. stealthy kind of siphon thing. There's two of them as well. Was there, there was a that fil- taser. So was good. good. I feel like that was a, a forerunner for um, Splinter Cell, maybe. Yeah, maybe. yes, Splinter absolutely. Cell, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had. A, I, I'm kind of listing the games I owned Chef's at this kiss. point. But, uh, <laughs> you just mentioned Chef perfectly. South Park. Yeah, that South was Park. like a, a shooty type game. Yeah. Quake 2 I mentioned Medal of Honor was on there. Yeah. Was, yeah. And in a great crossover is a three-part game, Die Hard Trilogy. Yes! Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned it, sir. on my list. It's on there. It's on Three games for the price of one, baby. They nearly made the actual list. Yeah, yeah, same. Right. Yeah. In my top ten. In my top ten. So a third, third-person yeah. platformy shooter type thing. A first-person light gun game, That's if right. you had the right, yeah. Two, yeah. Uh, right controller. And then a drive around a city crashing yeah. into shit yes. on timers. Yes. Great, great fun had with, with that. Ev- with all the quotes from the films in there as well. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a great package of a game. Nice. Trying uh, to do that second level without a gun. Like, you play with oh, that. Yeah, there's no, no chance, mate. No, it was so... Yeah, no <laughs> chance. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Um, I feel like it was a console that was well known for its platform games, but none yeah. of us have really picked them. No, okay. no, one, no one's mentioned Ace, Crash. Well, Ace, Crash Bandicoot like, is a standout. Yeah, yeah, Rayman. Crash, Spyro. Spyro. Well, that's not so much. I know, it's a 3D platformer. I know Kiryu couldn't Tomb make Raider. it tonight, but Spyro she was one of her. Odyssey, yeah. wasn't it? Abe's um, Odyssey is one of my There was another one picks. called Pen, Pendulum, Pen, Pendulum or something. Where you had like a, a a jester as a character, and, and then she was like pandemonium. Pandemonium, sorry, pandemonium, yeah. sorry. Yeah. I kind of turned to way go away from them because I was like, I I always kind of put them with like the mega drive. I was like, I'd moved on. Yeah, I, to it, an open, yeah. I wanted I wanted a round world. I didn't want to yeah, go yeah, left yeah. to right. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've just re- just this moment remembered a game called ODT or Die Trying, Don't and know. it was a. We, it felt like you were in the Underdark almost from D&D, like this subterranean platform nice. type thing. You had okay. to collect gems and fight people. There you are. Just, literally just coming into my mind. Uh, so that's my kind of list of things I owned nice. and played. There was, wor- uh, there, there, was a, there was a version of Worms on there. 
few there. Um, <laughs> I was like twenty games, and, and I've, I know, and I've written down, and because didn't mention it in the peripheral bit, the action replay, like the cheat cut discs you used. Yes, to get. Uh, you, could, you could buy like special memory cards. I thought, I thought I'd mention right. them at this point, but nice. Uh, else? Yeah, my quick honourable mentions would be Final Fantasy Nine. I can't put to put three games on the list, but they're all they're, yeah, they're all completely. It turns on PS2, so I can't say. That. But uh, they're all completely unique games, so that's going to have to be just as an honourable mention. Yep. Um, uh, Abe's Odyssey would definitely be mine. It's my that was my platformer, yeah. puzzle platformer, just brilliant, a completely unique world. That is, you know, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Listen, follow me. Yeah, that fucking great game, so so good. Um, Breath of Fire Four, uh, another nice. great, yeah, another nice. great RPG. It's a superb game. Um, Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver, which is yeah. another great game that's got to be on the list. Yeah, so, good answer. Brilliant, brilliant good game. shout. Yeah. Good shout. <laughs> Super, uh, what, Why has that game never come back? What a great atmosphere. Yeah. What Why a did great I not atmosphere. forget it? <laughs> yeah. Legacy of Kane Reaver is great. Uh, and then another one, which is sort of maybe probably less known, but I played the shit out of was Dead Ball Zone. Oh, yeah. We was, played, we no, played the shit played out of Dead That Balls. was a rollerball with Bulldog, but with chainsaws. And, and pile driving and people. Pile oh, driving. Amazing. It was nice. fucking it was brilliant. Road of like it's like, like a bulldog. Sick. Yeah, it was like yeah, like kind of rugby or like a like a you're throwing a ball metal game. ball and it's you're, like ding ding. Yeah, yeah, you're pinging yeah. a metal ball like so to your team, ball. but you're literally chainsawing people. Yeah. It's fucking great. Nice. <laughs> so, Should we really go around? What we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I got WrestleMania the arcade game. Nice. Oh, that, was, <laughs> that was so good, man. That was back in the day. Uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Oh, great game. By far the best Castlevania of all time. Yeah, it's real I, good. I know it as legend, but I've never never. Played it. Oh, mate, you'd fucking love it. Is that the one it. that stars me, Simon? Uh, yeah, of course. Yes. <laughs> Simon Belmont. That's it, Simon Belmont. Uh, you mentioned Worms just now. I was actually going to mention that on the PC question, but I completely forgot Worms was one there. Oh. Um, fighting games was uh, Bloody Roar. Does anyone remember, remember that? Yes. Bloody Roar, yes. When you, yes, you're yes. a you fighter, but you can turn into an animal you halfway through. You fill your yeah. up. That was fucking awesome. Uh, Total NBA 96 was the first basketball game NBA, I've got to play no, from no. way downtown. In and out. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, you that mentioned the big head mode. You mentioned Ridge Racer Type 4. I'm just going to mention Ridge Racer as a franchise yeah. because it even involved Rage Racer. If anyone remembers that, that was the Wasn't one. Wasn't Ridge brought... Racer also a launch game for the PS1? The first one was, yeah. yeah. Then we yeah, had Revolution yeah. as a sequel. Then the third one was Rage Racer. Oh, that's right. Which, do you remember, one. years ago, Blockbuster did a competition with... Not you had to go in there, you had to play it, and you know, whoever got the fastest lap would win like a prize or whatever yeah, sort of yeah, thing. Nice. It did that. that um, suck. Does anyone remember a Smash TV type game called Loaded at all? <sighs> no. Very gothic comic style looking thing. If I show you a picture, you'll probably go, I fucking know that. Probably. But there was that and Reloaded. And then last but not least, from again, Capcom, Dino Crisis. Dino oh, Crisis, yeah. yeah, that had to be. Oh, I thought someone was going to say Dino Crisis. It was Resi, of the Resi, Resi style Resi, type, yeah, it was right? It's simply the same thing what, with what, dinosaurs. What's not to love? Resi with exactly. dinosaurs, <laughs> Chris, right. over to you, yeah. sir. So I had, obviously, FIFA 98, uh, FIFA 98 Road to World Cup, yes, we're indoor football, the yeah. greatest, never to come back, yeah. still waiting. Uh, Crash Bandicoot 1 and 2. Yeah, Crash Bandicoot. 3 was good, but it got really hard for what it was. It was already hard. <laughs> it was right? to be a kid's game, and I was like, no. Uh, obviously, <laughs> we said Time Crisis, uh, Ice Pro, Point Blank. Yes, from, Point Blank. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. It, Why the fuck I, I did I just, not think that? I had to justify... Spending all the money on a G con and a little other game. Exactly, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, Gauntlet Legends. Yes, yes. That was a- cracking game. Absolutely love Gauntlet Legends. And now I'm pretty sure it was on this. 
but was Star Wars The Phantom Menace where you, you yes yes, yes. And you, oh my god like that wasn't too bad for a, I absolutely, a, a Star Wars I ab- game at the time yeah I absolutely do you know what it is, we rented it from Blockbusters okay and I wasn't expected to you know when you go oh well, give it, and you just go that was much better than more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had so much fun yeah. just lifting them up, throwing your lightsaber, and yeah. Nice I remember that game getting panned because of the movie, and I thought, and I played it. I was like, it's not actually that bad a game. I really, really, yeah, really kind really of good. enjoyed it. So um, obviously, yeah, I think that's most of the most of your honourables. A lot of the, the honourable mentions yeah. got mentioned. Then that's what I mean. Anything that hasn't been mentioned, I saw it throughout there. And there's but still there was, more that hasn't been covered yet as well. It's just it's, uh, it was a four thousand games. Yeah, right. It was it was a time of real breadth of innovation and so much good stuff. And it partly down to we talked about it, Sony's sort of inclusive and easy to develop for, and you know anyone can develop for us. We don't care. Uh, it really generated a whole load of good stuff. Mm. I mean, like as we talked about, like a fucking what thirty, forty games tonight. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, uh, and they're all great in their own way, and they all innovated as well and created entire franchises. Absolutely, That's it. Yeah. A lot of them, if you look at them, apart from maybe Tenchu, which was on your one. Yeah, they've all pretty much become like a powerhouse, a powerhouse franchise. And not yeah. only that, they become like the way all movie wants to now do the franchises of our. Yes. Just wait for Peter Jackson to do Final Fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing about the PlayStation, though. Um, it released in 1995. They stopped producing it in 2006. No. So it had. But well, there was a different version. It was a slimmer version. It had, yeah, it? but it had an 11 year production wow. cycle. It stopped production one year before the PS3 came out. So that thing was out wow. forever. But I mean, then, they kept supporting it. Platinum. The platinum, platinum game. yeah. They came out. To be fair, I mean, I didn't like twenty quid games. Like, I liked, fuck. I liked it, but I didn't like how it looked on my shelf. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit of a snob, like that. <laughs> cell yeah. that really, ugh. even though it's a great game, and no one kind of judged you, it just kind of didn't look as. I cool. agree. I like to use a, a late coming cheapo. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it it made like great titles affordable. Yeah, um, yeah, it was just what what a console, mate. Yeah, what a console! Again, what, what a time to be a game. Again, I am like, I'm like, but Chris, I'm an Xbox person, but I grew up with PlayStation One. It's my favorite console of all time. I wouldn't be the gamer I was today if it weren't for that console. Yeah, it's such a great hit, and I, I, I do not regret any amount of hours I put into that machine ever. No, not a wasted hour. Not a late night. Not, not an early morning yeah. ruined. <laughs> Found my exams because I stayed up, <laughs> and it's worked out great. Absolutely, but guys, thank you. That was a great guys, episode. Great you. top fives great as well. Chat. Yeah, thank, thank you. you so much for doing that. My pleasure. And uh, we'll guess what ended there, there, guys. So, guys, if you like what you listen to, follow us on Facebook at the MTVB Podcast, on Instagram at MTV Podcast, or on TikTok MTV Podcast One Nine Seven. In the meantime, I'll be signing off for myself, at Man, along with I'm Wayne from Board Stupids. I'm Simon, also from Board Stupid. And I'm Chris. Thank you. Guys, again, thank you so much. Thank you, dude. And thank you guys for listening. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Take care.